Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Kicking Back Podcast. Today I am joined with the wonderful Sam Parry. How are you, sir? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm good, sir. And I've also got the wonderful Alistair Simpson. How are you? Yeah, very good, thank you. Good, good. And you two, of course, are a part of uh, the wonderful band that is X-Men B2. Uh, yeah, we are. Uh, 33%. 33%. 0.3 recurring. Nice, nice. nice. Yeah. Of course, we have the <laughs> usual wolf at the back, Matthew Campbell. Hello, Bradley. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, bro. I'm good. So we've all had a nice day. We're all chilled. We're all feeling ready for yep. some chat and some shit. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. Um, so uh, I guess I'll direct it at Sam. I'm not used to having two guests. Uh, it's it's generally good. direct them at Sam, <laughs> Sam. <laughs> and, I'll, and I'll, I'll chime in as, okay. as and when. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've, you've, uh, you've got your line sorted, haven't you, Al? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sam, uh, for the people at home, tell us a bit about X-Men B-Team. Uh, we are uh, a band. Um, we play kind of um, drum and bassy, dubby um, kind of tunes, but with a bit of a rocky kind of metal infusion. Um, basically anything, really. Yeah. Um, anything that is loud and uh, helps people dance. I guess. Sick. And how, how long have you been doing it for now? I'm going to estimate six years this year. Ooh. Wow. Um, with ve well, I mean, six years like as a thing, but due to various uh, bouts, of, bouts of depression and things like that, um, on and off, really. Okay. We, have, yeah. we, we push for a bit, then I have a crisis, and then we stop, and then we push again for a bit, and, you know, it just kind of... That kind of vibe. Swings and roundabouts, baby. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah nice. Just the way it goes. Where did that name come from, X-Men B-Team? Uh, <laughs> so um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a comic book guy. I've always loved comic yeah. books. Um, and it was kind of like, I always had this kind of fascination with um, what if you were an, an X-Man, you know, one of the, the X-Men, um, but your mutant ability was that you could... Um, put up a plastic shield between you and anyone else, or you could grow your fingernails really long, or <laughs> you <laughs> could make all the hair on your body fall off and then it would mm -hmm. just regrow at the normal rate. You know, it's not, it's not like, right. it's not the A team. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of the X-Men right. B team. And oh, then nice. it just got, it kind of evolved into this, um, I don't know, there, there were, there's, a, there's a lot of people kind of around about kind of mid, late 20s, that kind of vibe that you kind of get told what, all the way through school, you get told, this is what you need to do next. You need to do this mm -hmm. next and this next and this next. And then, uh, especially when I got to about kind of 25, I just realized, a lot of my friends realized that, the, the, well, what do we do now? You know, you kind of, you kind of left, left your own devices. Like, you know, they've, we've got a family, we've got a job. Um, I'm still not happy. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what's going on? So that's, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's where the X-Men B team, that's who we are, yeah. I guess. The ethos, yeah, yeah, I guess so. And a lot of your music kind of talks or discusses like sort of mental health stuff. Um, is I mean, in terms of like the writing process, are you do you kind of do the main bulk of it, or is it a, a yeah. group thing? Yeah, I think so, yeah, I think so. I I kind I kind of get um I get I get a song, hash it out, um bring it to the band. They say this works, this doesn't work. This song's great. This song's shit whatever yeah. um then i go away and 
Yeah, it's, it's a collaborative thing. I don't think we've ever been as direct as, you know, here's this song that I'm bearing my my soul for, <laughs> for you guys. Right. And then we've gone, yeah, that's shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and then we veto it immediately. So you <laughs> should stress <laughs> that before you think yeah. we're all yeah, yeah. utter <laughs> muppets in that band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's definitely been a couple of times where um, I've, ar I've arrived with a song that I think is amazing and we get, I don't know, 16 bars in, and we're just like, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Back, back to the drawing board. Um, yeah, that happens, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it comes from a lot. Like, I, uh, I, do, I do like a lot of like spoken word type things. Like, I write a lot of poetry and all that kind of stuff. So, sometimes, I mean, especially over the past year, um, it's more been I've written something, I've written some words, and then thought, I'm going to put this to a song or, you know, some, something like that. You know, it's. Uh, I don't know. They they all they all come from vastly different places, and I feel like you can, you can kind of, you can hear that in the songs. Like, there's definitely mm. some songs that are like, well, that was a poem first, and there are other songs where I've come up with a hook or a groove and put something over the top of that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it, it keeps it keeps it interesting, keeps it different, I guess. And then when you're when you are writing, are you always bearing the B team in mind or is there like other things like little pockets and stuff that you might that's not a B team tune but that this could be something else. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got I've got um I've got loads of other songs that kind of have never really seen the light of day and mm. that was that was something that I was gonna do over lockdown. I was gonna make a, a Sam Parry EP um and I got as far as putting some of them into logic and uh just never did it because yeah. you know <laughs> lockdown I don't know there was like a lot of, uh, a lot of people have been so productive over lockdown and just made all these all these amazing things and um uh, all this kind of stuff like we we hit it quite hard at the beginning like right. we made we yeah. made a load of videos and put in some grand designs we played like a an online festival um and all this kind of stuff and then it just kind of you know when i don't know you just you stop seeing mm. the end of the of whatever it is especially yeah. when it got to like kind of i don't know september october mm. and then I just, uh, yeah, I was just like, I don't know, you get you get a kind of what's the point type thing yeah. because you can't ever see a return of live music or anything like that. And yeah. it's, uh, it's all well and good recording, but playing live's the thing that we do it for. I think I do it for, definitely. Yeah. 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 I probably agree with this, uh, this comment, but like, yeah, since lockdown one, we sort of started off pretty hard and then, you know, it just sort of ebbed and flowed since then. Like there were maybe new song ideas that got passed around bounced around but um yeah it, it's kind of when you couldn't see the end you, like my big thing is playing live so yeah. because i don't really write myself i've just been waiting for that yeah. so yeah it's, it's kind of tricky especially like rehearsing stuff it's like when are we going to play it <coughs> don't know but yeah. we're getting yeah. there i guess yeah. or, or, or even like when can we when can we rehearse this when can we all be in the same room yeah yeah, I yeah. Think, I, it probably goes back to that whole thing of like i'll, I'll never i'll very rarely come to the band with here's a song that i've written we're gonna play it like that you know right, like yeah. it, it's it's always kind of i get i get i always get so far with the song and then i need and well i need the the boys to give me some feedback and tell mm. me where i'm going with it and stuff like that and i think that's why the solo stuff never really kind of happened either yeah mm. i think it's important to have someone to bounce off do you know what yeah. I mean? Oh yeah, um, I definitely have that. It's like I can, yeah, I can get like halfway through something, and then once you've listened to it a thousand times, it's like, what the fuck do I do with this? <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah, man, it's just it's endless. Um, do you write? I, uh, yeah, I, I've got more back. In, I, I did when I was younger, 
Um, and then I had my heart broken a thousand times. And then I, don't, oh. um, and then I don't know why I laughed immediately. I do apologise. And then just kind of, yeah, like I, st- I stopped for a while because I, I think I kind of gained this sort of like insecurity about it. So I think we all have this thing. I've been reading a really interesting book at the moment called Art and Fear, um, which oh, is yeah. all about that sort of stuff, um, about your self-doubt and creativity and things like yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Good book. Good well, book. I, was, I was saying to you the other day when we were when we were recording in here, yeah. like when, when we first started playing my songs, um, it would be I'd get this I'd get this feeling in the pit of my stomach, just like, what if what if people don't like what we're making? What if mm. what if what if people get bored? What if what if they oh god? And then that went away. And then we came in the other day to record yeah. the set, and I just remember thinking before it like. What if these songs are boring? What if you know? What if what if people don't? What if people don't yeah. want to hear about it? Or you know all that kind of stuff? And like it all just kind of it all just came back, and it was yeah. it was it was really odd. It's weird, I'd, man. It's crazy. I just had a conversation with Barney after rehearsing with him about like the exact same thing. So it's so universal, first of all. So you realize, okay, it's not my problem; it's just a problem. Um, but I think the best way to address that is like when you when you're really honest about what are you trying to do when you're coming in and performing those songs. You're only trying to reach people, you're like connect with people, move people and make other people's lives better in, uh, you know, even a small way, it's still significant. So if that's your intention and it doesn't work, like, come on, <laughs> you yeah. still tried, like you're still <laughs> yeah. there. And it, it almost never happens anyway, does it? Like it, the worse you think a performance is gonna go, even if you come away from it feeling like um, it didn't go as, as planned, people still gain something from it. And yeah, you know, the yeah. worst thing almost never happens, does it? Like yeah. the thing that you dread when you go in, people are gonna say it's really boring, people are gonna laugh. We're gonna hate you. Go in and and it's like people are like, wow, that was awesome. Thank you. And then go, oh, what was the last like <laughs> yeah, week well. of worry and torment <laughs> inside my own head about <laughs> leading up to that? Have you ever been booed off stage? Anyone? No. Ooh, uh, wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> well, we did get booed. I just think of that gig at the, the Packet Inn. Yeah, that was what they wanted. They wanted us there, just not playing our original music. Yeah. They, wa- they wanted the Stone Roses, and we uh. couldn't provide that. Yeah, I don't know. Have you been booed? Sort of, uh, I guess not booed, but maybe actively ignored, which I don't know if that's better or worse. Like, at least if you're booing something, you feel passionate about it rather than (laughs) completely (laughs) indifferent. Uh, (laughs) I've said this um, in uh, X-Men B team and (laughs) other stuff I do as well. (laughs) But like, I'm I'm keen to for somebody to come up and go. I really, really didn't like that because, and give me a reason because they mean it, it means that they've sort of considered it and then kind of really felt that strongly yeah. about it or you know obviously we're all aiming to be liked aren't we yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. is that it yeah this guy came up to me once um after a gig in i don't know uh i think i think it, it was somewhere in cheshire like you know where stockport turns into cheshire that kind of right. that kind of area and this guy just came up to me afterwards and he was just like um your songs are your songs are good, but your your lyrics are a bit sad, aren't they? And I was like, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's a bit shit at the moment. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah. do, like uh, one of them in it. But then that's that's someone disagreeing with you, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's definitely cool. But um, yeah, it's just uh, it's a difficult it's a difficult thing, isn't it? Like mm. actively wanting someone to hate you rather than just I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I should stress that's not what I'm aiming for. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. Well, like when, well, when you when you set up to play in a bar, so like you you get you get your guitar out and you get your mixer and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, people who are sat on the table next to you move 
immediately. They see yeah. you, they get your guitar out and immediately, it's like, and, they, yeah. and, and they go, but they invariably always go and sit underneath a speaker on the other side of the bar. Yeah, what and is so that it's like, like I've got I've got a little I've got a little speaker coming out here that's probably not going to be that loud and is actually pointing away from you, but you're going to sit right underneath my voice over there. So <laughs> here's Wonderwall, you dickhead. <laughs> 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 Yeah, it's a, that thing with creative is like who, like who are you writing it for? Do you know what I mean? Is it for your, is it for yourself, or is it are you trying to reach someone? Um, I guess for me, it's like I was. If you write something that's meaningful you, for yourself, the, the more than likely it's going to reach someone. Yeah, definitely. In, in that way, do you know what I mean? Rather than, than actively seeking to please other people, because yeah. yeah. nine times out of ten, you're probably not going to please most people. Well, it's like, it's like when, when you've got when you've got a problem with I don't know your your computer or something like that, and you go you go on Google to try and find a solution because someone's always someone's always had that problem before. Yeah, and yeah. so you know I'm 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 writing a song where I think uh, like two of me, one of the songs on in the set, like I'm I'm it's a song about how when you know the when depression takes over you become someone else and you've turned into this you know other other person um and i'm not the first person to feel like that no um, and, not, and it's it's that it's that kind of thing isn't it and if someone i mean when we played we played at boomtown a couple of years ago and uh, someone came up to me uh, a few weeks later like we knew them from manchester who came up a few weeks later and they were like uh, because i saw you guys i've been to I've been to my doctor, I've been referred to the mental health nurse, I've got an antidepressants and all that kind of stuff. And like I think that that's that's the validation that that you want when you write a song, I guess. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Like you want you, your through through our shared experiences we can make other people's lives a little bit better, maybe. Even like yeah. one person's life. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Exactly. And that's why being brave when you when you're writing and the the fact that you guys are so brave with it. Um, imagine no one did that and people would, uh, just like sat around thinking oh, I'm alone with this right now yeah. and that that's just simply not true but it needs people and especially like doing that through art as well God knows what like music even is but it's so meaningful isn't it it's such yeah. a, a big connection yeah. that we have to it so when you combine those two things and yeah so you just you change someone's life there and as well like he told you, but not everyone else would tell you necessarily. So yeah. you think, how many other lives did you change? Yeah. And they've just gone about, um, you know, a little bit happier because of that. And like, just small moments. And beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's the, it comes back to the whole, you know, playing live. That's the whole thing, isn't it? Because mm. there's that, that's the, that's the connection that you get, whether it's singing a song that you've written about um, being depressed or, uh, a song that everyone can sing along. Like I joked about playing Wonderwall in yeah. in a bar, but like we played it last week. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> it's like it's a good song. Man. It was a great song. You could you could feel you could feel the energy of it, and you could mm. feel like you know, it, and and it's true. Like music, whatever whatever it is. Like I mean, I challenge you to find someone who doesn't know the words to one song. Yeah, at least one song That's or true. like has a yeah. favourite. song I mean, yeah. I've I've had a few passes at that on gigs. Don't get me wrong, like, <laughs> <laughs> iPad goes blank and you just like, I've I've sung this song a million times. I don't yeah. I, I, I don't know That's how me, what year summer is sixty yeah. nine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was something there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like or like you get you get to the state. It was a, it, it, when if like 
we, we we used to play in a bar in Nice, and um, we'd get to we'd get to the end, and we always finished. We knew that we'd always finish on Al singing simply the best, right? Okay, yeah, then, yeah. It, it's of just course. what we do, yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but then we'd get we'd get to like two songs before, and Al would just be there. I mean, sober as a judge. Yeah. Let's say that. Yeah, okay. just, just, <laughs> Let's go with that. Just yeah. there, just there, and it, <laughs> there on his iPad, just like. <laughs> I know it's in there somewhere. <laughs> Shout out for iPads uh, saving musicians yeah. bacon many times over. All around the world, man. <laughs> yeah. All around the world. Yeah, that was a really odd thing, wasn't it? Like when iPads first came out, and um, every, I, I don't know, everyone was like, "Oh, I've." I've I've got an iPad. It's it's changed everything, and uh, you, you're like, oh, I'm going to stick to my book of music and my yeah. music stand, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to stand there. And, and then I got an iPad, and it it, it changed everything. It made me laugh when um, when Sam and I lived together a couple of years ago. We yeah. were moving out and going through the office, and like, yeah, the room where all the music stuff was, and a lot of your important folders and all that. And you brought out this folder that's, you know, probably this thick, full of lyrics. And I was like, yeah, of course, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm showing my age, but basically it's like, oh, right. And you'd written all the keys that you did everything in and they'd be scribbling out and circling. And I was like, yeah, of course, that's, that's the way we what you it, do. That's, that's when we used to do it, when we got off our penny farthing. And that was BA. <laughs> <laughs> wound, wound, wound up the steam generator, poured it in, got the, hot, got the coals boiling. and then <laughs> I regret saying that. Uh, yeah. you, you still use paper, Brad. You're one of the diehards, right? I love using <laughs> paper, man. Um, uh, I, I use paper when I play D&D. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, we're, n- we're not going to talk about D&D. No, we're not. This is no, not it's a D&D's bad. podcast. I'm vetoing that. D&D is one of those things that's intensely interesting to people who love D&D, but then... Anyone else? So boring. These things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'll, God bless you for bringing no, it up and vetoing it. I would have been like, you, you thought I didn't have a lot to say before. That would be, I yeah, wouldn't say a word for 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I'm all on board with people enjoying it, but yeah, yeah as soon as people like start talking, I'm just like, come on, man, we're yeah. in the real world right now, like just like you know, <laughs> the real world. <laughs> <laughs> like, can, can we not can we not just talk about girls or something? Yeah. <laughs> Football, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anything, right? anything but D and D. I'll have you know that. Thank you very You're much. the worst culprit for it, George. Oh, talking do, about do. your bloody D and D. I'm not that bad. All right, well, I've been ousted, so I'll let you on. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love using paper, especially when I'm, like, storyboarding or, like, anything yeah. like that. It's yeah. just, like, I don't know, like, the... Or just even just work it, yeah. I, I mean, I don't have an iPad, maybe that's why right, I like okay. using paper. <laughs> Necessity is the yeah, mother of yeah. invention or just, something. Yeah, I don't know, I like, I like just yeah. being able to jot stuff down. It's, it's having... I, I, just like you, I've got I've got a book. Yeah. Um, like, I've... Uh, I've uh, I d- I don't know. Don't know if you guys know, but I've uh, recently started uh, coding. Um, oh. it's, yeah, I don't really talk about it very much. <laughs> um, but, um, but I've got I've got a book. I've got a, I've got a leather bound book that I scribble things in when I need to scribble them, and it's really nice because you look through, and if you, especially when you date things, yeah, you've got a nice book with the date of things that you did, mm. and you can look back and say, oh, I was I was doing that that day, or I was doing that that day, and you know, it's it's like, it, I guess it's like the the fun equivalent of going through your tax return, isn't it? <laughs> Although that can be quite fun as well. Like when can you know, it? yeah, when you when you you know when you know when you're going through your tax return, and you're like, oh, 
150 quid that night in uh, oh, cra- yeah. Crazy Pedro's. That was a fun expense. <laughs> 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 I spent 35 pounds on Uber that day. Oh, right, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. Even worse when you don't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Pedro's, what? <laughs> I think from a creative standpoint, though, you can get a lot more out of what you write with a pen yeah mm. yeah than what you can type down but i'm really interested to try the the ipad with the pencil oh. you know because like uh, well we built this set we built did you see my hand there no yeah no. you did <laughs> <laughs> i don't normally sit here george and i have swapped yeah, roles swapped them, yeah. um <clears throat> we, we built this set we we built the panels you know we, we did all the, the 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 building work but you have to sketch that out on on a piece of paper yeah. To, yeah. to like know what to it's going to look like. And it would be really interesting to, to try that sort of thing with an iPad and pen because I think that sort of application it would work but writing down feelings and writing <laughs> creating songs and <laughs> the yeah. creative side yeah. of things yeah. that's pen and paper isn't it? Definitely yeah. man. Also if you're, if, you're, if, you're, if you're having a particularly feeling full session writing on paper and you put mm. your put your pen through the paper because you yeah. it doesn't cost you a grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or of course, pencil like when you're you unsure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, like, I, I found my um, book of, yeah, my like l- uh, lyrics books from, because I used yeah. to busk when I was younger and I was like going through it, I was like, ah, yeah, I used to play these. And then the back section, like the back folder was just like all of my like lyrics that I'd written from my, like when I was like, younger it's just like all of them they're all like fucking scruffy as fuck but it's just yeah. nice to have that like physical thing and you can see like little doodles that you did mm. and all, all that you know I, I'm, I'm, I, I like that sort of yeah thing were, were your teenage lyrics terrible oh unbelievably bad it's so, it's <laughs> so <laughs> bad it's amazing isn't it yeah like, I've, I've, I, I looked through I think I think I've I don't think I wrote a song that I was proud of that I'm proud of now until I was about 24 mm. like there was definitely like you you could mm. but but then yeah you could you can tell like I've got I've got little tiny little moleskin notebooks right. yeah that have got uh, manuscript paper in them I've got four of those that are just full of like ter- terrible <laughs> lyrics <laughs> bad ideas yeah yeah, yeah. that's great man. Um, so, so I have an interesting oh, little go on George on this, go on which is I, whenever I'm writing lyrics I do it in a little bit of a I don't know. I think Maurizio told us how to do this. Go on. But it's basically like, I'll just do it when, like, whenever I'm reading or like doing something like that. I'll just like, if there's a line which I find particularly, <laughs> he write, writes, on a, writes on a book that's already been written. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just, I'll just, just scribbles <laughs> it out. Yeah. I reckon yeah. that they should have said, <laughs> tipexed out an entire Harry Potter <laughs> and just. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I just wrote mine, like J.K. Rowling threw yeah. it out, but George. George's version of them. Go on, George. Yeah, what, what uh, no, but what I do, I just like take them little things yeah. that I think are inspiring and I'll just like write them down and then maybe I'll make a song out of them in the future. Like I've got a couple here that I did, like I found, which was like, uh, oh God, some of these are very depressing. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 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 Go on, George. Give us uh, one. Let me find one. <laughs> here we go. So here's what: yeah. every every new beginning comes from another beginning's end. Or richness exists not in the extent of my possessions, but in the fewness of my wants. Ooh, Fucking you know, hell! Well, I know. Very wow, deep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, isn't it? We used to do that, didn't we? We all the steel stuff. Yeah, yeah. Steel. Yeah. Oh yeah. Steel, <laughs> steel oh, yeah. I remember. <laughs> Blast from the past. Yeah. Blast from yeah. the past, man. Yeah, yeah. It's a good word, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it is, man. Um, 
Right, uh, going back to the B team stuff. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, are there like particular artists or bands that you kind of draw your influence from? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, um, I guess like my my biggest influence certainly recently because XMB team started out by being very much kind of an acoustic band like right. I was a, I was a singer songwriter I got a band around me and stuff like that and so I, that was stuff like um I was listening to a lot of like passenger okay. and stuff okay. like that at the at the start you know that kind of like 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 a hip hop beat with scar and stuff like that like that that was where it went but then um I think my whole well my whole my whole maybe the past like f- 7 or 8 years I've basically just wanted to sound like um Gentlemen's Dub Club. I don't think I've ever listened to them. Oh, they're 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 um well, I mean, they're an ama- they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. uh just kind of like massive dub soundscapes, uh mm-hmm. like uh yeah, just they're they're ju- they're just amazing. Like they just sound I I think I saw them on one of their first ever gigs in Manchester. Right. Like they've they they had their ten year anniversary a couple of years ago. So like I yeah, I saw like when I first came to uni, like I saw them and they were just like absolutely blew my mind so it was those guys and there's there's i th- i think we've got kind of we've got kind of a, a, a it's like a a bristol-esque sound so there are loads oh. of like that kind of band so like there's about ba- uh cut capers and lazy habits and um they're they're yeah just like big old scary mm. party band type yeah. things um mm. but the, but with but with lyrics that talk about you know uh being sad and stuff like that. Like there's a a, a band called Tankus and the Henge who, yep. yeah, they're <laughs> very familiar with them. They're they're, <laughs> they're, f- they're fucking amazing. Like, they're, they're, but they they they've got this. Their lead singer is like, I mean, you know, you know, when you get you, the, the 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 beautiful man, he takes his top off and there's like perfection here from yeah. here to here. Yes. Um, amazing. But like they've got they've got they they it must it must be so annoying. Like they've got they've got an upright piano that's obviously got like. Um, a fake piano, a fake piano in <laughs> it. Uh, right. But when he, when he, when he, when he pushes it back, there's fucking there's a sm- there's smoke machines in there. So like he pushes it back and there's <laughs> smoke. There's smoke comes out and it's it's fucking it's awesome. Oh. But they, they've got they've got they've got such a sound like they've you know and it, and it is that kind of so that that kind of influence like I've always it's always been I feel like we're very much a kind of festival band. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. With the, um, I mean. Hopefully one day that'll change, but like we're very much the kind of band that people stumble across at a festival, have mm. a great time for like forty-five minutes, and then follow us from there, like yeah. that kind of thing. Like I think that it's very much like, again, it's just it's just the live experience. That's what that's what we're all about. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so yeah, I think that that and obviously just going to festivals and festivals over the years. Just that's that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted the band to sound like. Yeah. Um, and so we had like a an. We kind of went. We, we went. We went a little bit. A little bit metal. We went a little bit the other way. Like a little, a <laughs> little, a little bit. A little bit heavy. Okay. Which you know, it's, it, there's there's still some of that there. But yeah. now we've kind of come out of that, and we're yeah, we're definitely like kind of focusing on the, uh, I don't know, the party vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Party vibes. Party vibe. Party yeah. vibes. There's a, a huge range of influences, isn't there? Like in your band, just when you go across all the and like everyone's definitely got like a little pocket niche. I'd say that probably no one else in that band. Yeah, uh, has to the same extent. Oh, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely. Like, um, yeah, I mean, we talked about mine. Like, Al has got Al's got the the 
<laughs> oh, we're going to address the, the elephant in yeah. the room. <laughs> <laughs> right. the, the progressive elephant. So that's your hat, oh. Um, yeah, it was my hat. So basically, okay. Sam gave me it as a present. You found it where? In a, um, at a car boot sale. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, rummage on the range. Rummage Carton, on the range. Carton Club. Carton Club. Awesome. Every yeah. month, car boot sale. Amazing. Sick. And uh, yeah, basically, Sam gifted me that when I met up at his house before we came here to do the session that everyone will see in a minute. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just thoughtfully left it on his couch and forgot to bring it. You and I, I, I know. And <laughs> for that, I'd like to say live on the podcast, I'm very sorry. Oh. And thank you for bringing it back. It's a good. I like I, it. I it's like the message, man. It's it's a strong message, and I think it's important as a prog fan for other <laughs> prog fans <laughs> to, to understand that it's all right to like prog. Like actually, since lockdown, there was a sort of shameless. Um, kind of return to form for me getting back into prog okay. because for a while it was sort of like a dirty thing to be into yeah and there's a few of us like locally a few manchester guys who are all into the same sorts of bands and In including john the drummer yeah, yeah. like you know they've... so yeah there's um, like getting back into playing I, I was a big fan of rush i'm not going to talk about it for too long don't worry well so anyway <laughs> so my, <much> so. <laughs> my favorite 20 albums <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like going back and listening to all that sort of thing, it was kind of reconnecting with what I really enjoyed about playing music and that sort of thing. And it was listening to music for the sake of um, just enjoying it rather than having to learn it or yeah. having to, you know, get something from it to then apply to something else. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's been quite good fun to get back into the prog stuff. I've been showing you a couple of things and I think you liked some of that. Uh, I made I made, I made, made a terrible, terrible mistake. <laughs> Last last summer, right. so uh, uh, Al, Al and I uh, spent last summer um, delivering beer for Shindigger. Shout out to Shindigger. Um, <laughs> but um, I uh, I was like, and so obviously, like you know, you're spending like ten days, ten days, not ten days, ten hours on your own in a car delivering beer, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, right, well, do you know what these guys have been banging on about it for such a long time? <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> give it a go. I'm gonna listen. It's, it's making me angry. Yeah. <laughs> Even you bringing this I'm gonna, up. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna listen to some Rush. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, yeah. okay. So I got the got the Spotify playlist. This is Rush. Play. And uh, I messaged Al, and I was like, um, I'm not getting it, man. I'm just. I'm just not getting it. And what what came back to me was probably the angriest Al <laughs> has ever been. Are you serious? Um, I tell yeah, not to be so angry. Honestly, honestly, like you 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 you've you've you've, you've, ne you've never been shouted at like Al shouting at you about oh, prog. No. Really? Um, he was like, you. But I mean, fair, f and fair play. Like he was like, why why are you listening to a best of playlist? They're a prog rock band. Like the whole point of prog is that everything everything comes in the like there aren't. Real, I mean, obviously, there's they've got to promote themselves for singles and stuff like that. But like, there's not, it's not, it's not about singles, is it? It's about, it's about, it's about, or if, or if they've got like a banger, a banger, I and mean, they do have bangers, they definitely do. Like, it's about what that banger is in within the context of the album. So if you're just listening to all their bangers out of context, it sounds disjointed and weird and stuff like that. And also, like, there's the, you know, there's a the earlier rush where this, you know, they're they're dressing up in capes and singing about wizards and y y yes, <laughs> also great. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with capes? D and D, bro. I was gonna I was gonna link this to D and D because basically right. I, I don't know I guess it's that kind of ethereal world bigger than yourself that sort of thing. When I was younger and I was well into it, I mean my dad was into prog and that's why I got onto it. So Rush, Kansas, 
uh, I don't know, Camel, Journey. Yes. Journey don't count, I'm afraid. They're oh, really? an album-oriented rock band. Yeah. Well, well, I not <laughs> this could be a podcast on its own, so come to my podcast. Would you say Pink Floyd as well? Go yeah, yeah, Pink Floyd as okay. well. Okay, um, yeah. Not quite as much as the others, but yeah, yeah. definitely in there, in yeah. the mix. But yeah, um, I would say that's my sort of version of this, like as a teenager. I wasn't as into like sort of songs about girls and yeah. you know you can tell. Sorry, 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 I'm sorry, you you look you all of that. So that <laughs> my point big. <laughs> <laughs> this was only going to go this way, you know that. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, God. lads, let's get a brew. I was going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, what were you yeah, saying? Right, on, my point okay. being, there's, there's songs about bigger things, about, like, sort of alternate universes, about, you know, uh, I don't know, like you say, Wizards and Caves. There's an element of that, but also, like, just the idea of something bigger than yourself, like, right, yeah. rather than sort of being quite focused in what you know around yeah. you like mm. your surroundings and all that it's bigger than that it's quite sci-fi-esque or it draws from sort of uh, i don't know poetry and yeah. like yeah. mythology and stuff like that yeah. yeah and like but then also with the kind of like rock element that sort of links it back to being i don't know grounded in that way yeah but yeah. i'd say that listening to frog when <laughs> i was younger rush is grounded is that <laughs> what you're saying <laughs> Uh, in a way in a way <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i definitely say that my prog sort of um influence when i was younger has mm. definitely informed the way i play an x-men b team and right, okay, other yeah. stuff as well like just basically trying to turn everything a little bit more rocky than the person initially wanted mm. and not being scared of time signatures should they appear which is, I, I think is fair enough yeah. <laughs> i'll take that yeah, yeah definitely i'll now drink a beer thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's the prog section of the podcast <laughs> uh, back to no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you thought yeah. but no, I'm, I'm, I'm but as 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 i said like i uh, having listened then listened to what was the album that you that you gave to me? I recommended Snakes and Arrows by okay. Rush, um, right. which was an album that came out in about 2007 or so, so Fucking quite late. Amazing! Oh, like, really? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I I think that what we what we arrived at was that the most important thing for me in rock music is tone. Yeah. So like that album just has like absolute tone for days in mm. the guitars you know what i mean like that right, okay. that's that's what that's what i want like uh, and i think you know like a uh, you know lay, if you if you if you layer up 10 guitars and play it to me i'll be like that sounds fucking that's it yeah, mate yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. that's what i need yeah. i mean just big old tube album <laughs> just yeah. like breaking up just sweet chorus like yeah, yeah all that stuff like, yeah. yeah yeah but but all of Smart. that so that so that so that's what it is and i guess that's like you know the 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 quality of the sound yeah, the, you know, the, like the the not the quality of the sound because it's no the the, the quality isn't any different. But um, I mean, you can say what you want about like you know they in the seventies obviously they didn't have what they the had in tech, their, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they didn't have that at their disposal. Um, but yeah, I, d I definitely like I I I think the 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 alternative music that I grew up with was definitely kind of because I didn't I I didn't have I didn't have the I didn't have the dad into prog like my dad <laughs> my parents listened to Mozart and. You know, we always had we had classic FM on all the time. So yeah, okay. you know, I'll talk to you talk to you about Ratman and Off's piano preludes and all that kind of stuff. Like 
You have um, not heard well, that, man. How's that going? Yeah, I probably, I probably, <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I probably couldn't anymore. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so like I, I, I guess I kind of came to came to that kind of music my own way, and so that right. was when I was young. That was that was I don't know, uh, Linkin Park and yeah. um, the Biscuit oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But like you know, it's it it still mean it still means a lot. You yeah. know, like what whatever it is, whatever it is that you're into, it still shapes you as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And um, like I should say at this point that um, when Sam went off and sort of listened to Rush, um, there was one shift where we were both working at Shindigger, so we both um, pulled up, loaded the beers into the car, and then went, right, we're ready to go, off we go to deliver the beers. I get a phone call from Sam just as I pulled out the uh, the unit saying, right, today I want you to listen to, and um, which album was it? It was uh, Second, was it some 41? No, oh, no it wasn't that. I mean, it might have been. Yeah, uh, all, ki- all killer, no filler. Yeah, <laughs> well, it was. Um, but the yeah. one I really resonated with is there was an album by Incubus. Which which one was right. that? Oh, uh, Science by Incubus. Right, right, right. That's that's amazing. Like, yeah. So th- so like while I was doing that, Sam then listened to a different album that I'd recommended that was perhaps a little bit more. Uh, it was a little bit more modern. It was like Frost oh, or something. Frost, yeah, they, yeah they that was good. amazing. Yeah. Frost, okay. I, but, don't, yeah, I don't know that one. But it was quite a good vehicle, again, because like, it was good to listen to something and not necessarily have to know exactly what the bass part was or yeah. learn the lyrics for something. Like You could just be absorbed in the, the whole album and just sort of really enjoy it. I mean, albeit porting it when you got outside people's houses to make deliveries, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> still... Yeah, yeah. It was really good that sort of period of time. Like since then, I've been listening to podcasts when I drive, and really, I should get back on the music stuff. Yeah. But it's you know, there was like there was definitely like a clarity when, when you're when you're out there delivering beers. Like I mean, obviously, I mean I don't know about you guys, but March last year definitely saw a horrendous like a horrendous loss of purpose. Yeah, you mm. know, because just like everything, every literally every single thing that I had in the diary was gone. Yeah. yeah, I just went. Mm. No furlough. No, you know. I mean, there were. I, I, I was. We've, I've, I've. We were on universal credit for the whole time, and you know all that kind of stuff. And like, there was just this kind of helplessness about the way it all was. And so, you got. We got this job at Shindigo, and there was this like. There was this. There was this few months where it was just like, it was bliss because yeah. I was like, right. Well, um, I listened through. I listened through Pink Floyd's entire back catalogue one day. Right. Just because, yeah. Really? Why not? yeah, I felt a bit. I didn't weir- know that. Felt a bit weird afterwards, <laughs> oh, <cool>. man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you will. <laughs> both, both, both sides of the wall, driving your car yeah. on your own. You, oh, you get, you get, I've you been get, there. Yeah. 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 You get used to it as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, yeah. But, but I adored it. I loved it because yeah. there was, especially being it was being a professional musician for so long, you, it's very easy to lose to lose what you love about music. Yeah, what, definitely. You lose not. what the most important definitely. thing about music is. Definitely. Um, and so it was nice to, like, I'd ne- I realised I'd never listened to Appetite for Destruction all the way through. So I did. Yeah, yeah. And it was great. Yeah. <laughs> Re- just really loud, driving through sale, offending people. Yeah. Re- <laughs> really yeah. loud music. And, yeah, it was great. Here's a, here's a question for you. It was kind of kind of touched, co- touched upon with Rush, but what was the first album that you bought that mm. was... I'm going to say, so for, for for us, it was probably... Busted McFly. I'm going to say after that, and so not one that your parents bought for you. I see. As in one, one you bought <laughs> yourself. One that you bought yourself. What yeah. was the first As an album? avid busted McFly fan, I am now <laughs> slightly <laughs> nervous about my answer. <laughs> you, you know, because like you always, at, at some point, I don't know whether you're like 11, 12, 13, that sort of age, yeah. your parents buy you an album. Yeah. Because yeah. you start mm-hmm. getting into music. 
but what was the first one that you bought yourself? Dookie by Green Day. <laughs> Great oh, answer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, I, went, I, I, I went and I bought um, I bought Dookie and Nimrod by Green Day nice. from the guy in the basement of the Corn Exchange in Leeds. There was a guy with a stall with all the CDs. And yeah, I went and I nice. bought Dookie, yeah, Dookie and Nimrod by Green Day and just went home. And immediately, within like a week, I could play them all back back to front. Mm, right, like yeah. Yeah, on guitar, singing. Like obviously on a council estate or not on, a, <laughs> on, on an estate that my parents lived on, um, just like PV Bandit r- wrapped up, yeah. toned for days, and yeah. just just like absolutely smacking out Green Day for yeah for months. And that, yeah, that was it. Yeah, sick. What about you, Al? Um, yeah, so I guess I mentioned before that my dad obviously informed my music taste quite a yeah. lot when I was um, growing up. Um, quite a lot of progressive rock but the first album I actually bought was uh, I, I used to buy singles because I'd like that song like CD singles um, so I'm going to discount them first Okay. but yeah. Um, yeah the first album I bought was How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb by U2 oh strong okay. which is the one with Vertigo on it and, be- and Beautiful Day and mm. I don't know about Beautiful on Day a be- a Beautiful Day is on Beautiful Day isn't it <laughs> <laughs> it might is be it? yeah <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I've not explored you two that much. I That's know. it. I, I don't know what it was about that song, but I just wanted the album with that song on it. And there was a lot of good stuff afterwards. On yeah. I can't remember the other titles. I haven't listened to it for years. But like, mm. yeah, first album I bought definitely from like HMV in York or something. Um, but yeah. You should go back to that album, man. It, uh, that's yeah. one of the best things ever, isn't it? Like revisiting an old album, sitting with it like you would when you were 14 or whatever, and yeah. being like, oh my God. Well, that, that's that's, what, that's what we did with Science. Yeah. I told Al to play that, that Incubus album. Like, uh, you, uh, like, okay, what album do you wish you could hear for the first time again? Again. Oh. If, uh, so, if someone got the Men in Black pen and just went... <laughs> yeah. Um, I would go... I know... Uh, Jeff Buckley's Grace because mm. I remember the first time that I listened to it it was in our second year of college mm. and I had like this little back room which had this weird little corridor and then like my room was at the end and I remember just like I can't even remember who suggested it to me but I, I, I put it I think it was, I might have had Spotify at that time I don't know I just sat at my desk and put it on and I just, lit- I just couldn't believe it like the, just from the first like note I was just yeah. like and I just, I just went on a fucking journey, man, yeah. for like, however, mm-hmm. like forty-five minutes, or whatever it was. Eternal Life. That I remember the first time I heard mm. Eternal Life by Jeff Buckley. I was just like, I literally mm-hmm. because obviously yeah. before that, like I was just like, oh, fucking Jeff Buckley, the the guy that did Hallelujah. Yeah, big yeah. Yeah. Do, yeah. do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then yeah. I put that album on, and I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, I, yeah. I, I, I just rinsed it for like weeks and weeks and weeks on end, just like. Yeah. yeah, just yeah. So I'd say that album, yeah, again. I but I still get that like, I still get that little tingle. Do you know what I mean? When, yeah. I, when yeah. I put it yeah. on, it can catch your guard. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I just, it still like blows me away every time. But yeah, I just remember that being a really visceral yeah. experience. And when and when one song finishes and you're already singing the next song mm-hmm. by the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on, Michael, you. Um, I would I would probably say Benji for Sun Kill Moon just because okay. it, it, same thing man just total eye opener like I I found it really hard to believe like I think it, it's probably just um, finding finding present like being really really present with music and then being able to hold it is probably the way I describe it so not getting distracted yeah. you notice it's really really hard to sit through a whole song without getting distracted without your mind wandering definitely but if you get through like 
song after song and song and you're and you're really really holding it. it yeah that it's just a beautiful experience man that and that, that album still inspires me like the just the kind of general sound that i hear that i imagine that mm-hmm. i want to go for um in, in terms of, like the guitars and like the layers and the tuning just the like the melodies everything about it basically just i don't know it's funny how music resonates with you isn't it because yeah, i could play yeah. it to you guys <clears throat> you might be like oh it's okay or you might be thinking oh that's beautiful but then some people as well just hit some if, in if, a whole other way, you know. If it's what you need at that exact moment, yeah, yeah. I think that, that was it. That was like yeah. the the place I was in, and the maybe the things I was thinking about, and then like the themes and lyrics and stuff. Um, it all just seems to add up. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> And absolutely. it basically adds up to just being there and being like, it's like this guy's inside my head right now, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. like he, he understands me. Um, so yeah, Benji, I'd go for. What about you, Al? Album I could hear. It. Well, I, I had a similar thing with busted, um, busted, no, not busted, busted or McFly. <laughs> busted's a eponymous <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so present for everyone. <laughs> um, no, um, similar to you, Brad. Um, uh, in first year of college, I really got into um, Pino Palladino for the first time right, as a yeah. bass player, mm. and then went off on one, basically following a, a lesson with again the great Maurizio. Yeah, and. Uh, basically discovering this 80s fretless you know powerhouse yeah. and you know all the octave pedal stuff and all that that kind of thing so there wasn't particularly an album i guess but i just went off on one and there was one night where i just stayed up adding new tracks like oh god there's another one there's another one so various things by like paul young uh phil collins was in there of course even yeah. up to he, 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 he like people like adele and stuff like yeah he, i mean like there's a, he's the ultimate like swiss army knife bass player which yeah. is why i'm mm-hmm. you know sort of yeah I, i'm a, a big fan of his and the album i guess that i go to with that is um something called the shouting stage by joan armor trading I don't know okay. heard which that. it's a great album like really really good you should check it out <laughs> i feel so uncomfortable doing that, <laughs> More of that. i remember i remember hearing um i think it was uh, there, there was a true a comedy troupe called the um they were called the reduced shakespeare company and um they did they did this thing where they were like they were they were um presenting like the 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 the, the plays plays about kings right you know like richard the third and all that kind of like all of shakespeare's plays they were they were doing them as a football match right and like they were like and now we go to the halftime show and this halftime show is sponsored by joan armor trading all trading all the time (laughs) 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 like this (laughs) or jokes about buying suits of armor like i've heard someone say something about oh joan armor i don't know it's all (laughs) it's all there somehow but yeah this album (laughs) is this gonna happen every time i bring something (laughs) sorry sorry. no no i'm I'm joking (laughs) but um yeah the thing with that album again it's um similar sort of caliber session musicians to Pino mm. with like Mark Knopfler plays on that album like yeah. on the title track he does a solo and stuff and then there's I can't remember who the drummers and keys players are but again it's like massive names that you're like oh wow okay fair enough but they're really really heartfelt songs and really like you said before that sort of like tingle that you get from listening to something yeah. like yeah that really yeah, gets that me and it, yeah. I've gone back to that recently it's as hard well. to describe isn't it it's yeah. not using words so you just want to like give it to someone else and be like you, you know that feeling and yeah definitely like, yeah, I know that yeah. <laughs> Universal. What about you, Sam? Oh, shit. Um. <laughs> and we'll take the piss out of you. Let's leave that there. Let's not keep going. I'm joking. It's a joke. I love, I love you as a friend. Oh, um, and colleague. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine, I, actually, um, there's a band called the Cooper Temple Claws. Okay. So, like, kind of early 2000s, there was, like, this wash of kind of awesome... I don't know. They were, like... They were, it was like it was like indie but glam rock 
Okay. Fused. They were, so there, there was a band called My Vitriol. Maybe it was My Vitriol. I don't know. But, but like they, they had they had an amazing album uh, called Alpha Waves that that blew my mind. Like it was, I, I heard it just before I went to my first ever festival, and I crowd surfed to their big song. You know that 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 <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And that was the first time I'd ever crowd surfed, and I lost my phone and my wallet, and like couldn't find my friends' faces <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, fuck but it, I crowd surfed. Yeah. It was sick. But um, no, there's, there's, yeah, there's a band called the Cooper Temple Claws who. I guess like they were the first band that like I bought all of their albums and I bought all of their albums from start to finish because they obviously they stopped making music at some point. Um, but yeah, their, their first album that I bought was it's called See This Through and Leave. And it's just, it starts off with um, a song called Do, uh, Do You Miss Me? And it's just this ethereal thing that's like absolutely beautiful, with like all these harmonies and stuff like that. And then like this big guitar riff comes in and it's just like all the way through it was, it was, there's synths, there's guitars, there's vocals everywhere and stuff like that. And I remember just like, I bought it because I liked the look of the, album cover because yeah. mm -hmm. it looked like uh the, there's an eminem album with a house on it and it also had a house on it so i was like oh i'm gonna buy that so i bought it and went home and listened to it and i was like holy fuck this is amazing and i listened to it start to finish about i don't know well i mean like, like months yeah, literally right. months yeah, i just yeah. sat there like listening to this song to this to this entire album like mm. didn't even didn't even learn how to play any of it or anything like that because i i i almost didn't want to because like there was just this mystique about this this album, and it was it was it was wonderful. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I went to see Cooper Temple Claws, um, well, from from maybe about two thousand and five to when they finished. I went to see them every time they played in Manchester. Wow, so, <laughs> nice. Um, they uh, they they were they were uh, they, yeah. So it's that one. Amazing. Yeah. Could you can we pull up that album? That's why I'm interested to see what the album yes. was. Yeah. It Cooper was the Cooper Temple Claws? The Cooper Temple Claws. See this through and leave. Um, it's yeah it's 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 just a picture of a house uh, at night um yeah so they 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 had some amazing they had some amazing things but then uh, th i think that was as well for coming from um you were either rock or you liked the piano mm -hmm. yeah, right you know not not prog but you know whatever <laughs> but um but like the, the, from my understanding cuz i grew up listening to punk music so it was either punk music or dance music but then they kind of fused the two mm -hmm. have we got it there yeah. let's have a look at that Oh, nice. I, was, I was just so I was just so engaged by that album cover. Um, I like it. There's a lot to look at, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's something I feel like in in like modern day stuff. Like I feel like album artwork is is really overlooked. Yeah, you know what I mean, well, the, the physical thing. Of yeah, like I like one of my favorite album artworks is the Fleet Foxes' first album, oh, which is like kind of this. Yeah, I don't know what kind of period kind of painting it is. Yeah. But it's just one of them where there's just like a fucking million things different going on. Can you pull it out, James? Yeah, can you put on the, yeah, Fleet Foster's first album. I think it's just self-titled. And that album. Oh, that album is just beautiful, anyway. Like, just a masterpiece. But yeah, I feel like there's, yeah, that's one thing we do kind of, we overlook now, because obviously on Spotify now, it's just a tiny little square in the corner, isn't it? You don't really think about it. I'm really I'm really bad for listening to, like, I'll get I'll get on my Spotify and I'll be like, oh, Daily mix with these artists that you know, cool, and then you just get all mm. the all the songs that you've you've heard before, and you're like, oh yeah, this is great, and you hear a song you don't know, and you're like, next, get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, man. It, yeah. That's it, there, isn't it? Yeah. Oh wow, yeah. yeah. I don't know what kind of style of paint. Can we zoom in a little bit on that, James, just so I can see it a little bit better? Because you don't ask much, do you? No, of course. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's one of them where there's just okay, so, there's so much it. stuff going on. Um, yeah. 
I re- I'd say it's, it's such a beautiful album and there's the I've got like the vinyl of it um, and the mm. inlay like the booklet thing just tells you about what the what the album's about and all that which yeah. I had no idea about until I bought I listened to it last night I bought the bought the did you say vinyl or the record? The rec- the rec- the LP. The LP. Yeah. I bought it and I re- just read like just all the band like speak about like, what they think the album's about and all yeah. that. And I was just like, ah, oh, there's so much more. I love that craft of an album yeah. on a, in a physical thing. And it is you know I mean? definitely something that's yeah, like you say, been lost yeah. sort of over time with different mediums and that sort of thing. I had that with buying CDs and stuff like that. Like you go yeah, going in booklets. and discovering more so who's played on, uh, like, maybe not, what am I trying to say? So, like, the bands um, who played on each of the songs. Yeah. Like, so-and-so on this, so-and-so on that, and then discovering a route through all that yeah. as to where else they've played, what else they've done. Um, but, yeah, just with album artwork, just thinking about it, like, um, our stuff that we've done, the X-Men B-Team EPs, um, although we say that there's not as much focus on it now, like, I think... I've really enjoyed. The, I, I enjoyed the process of putting those together. Yeah. I think they're a bit more interesting than, you know, perhaps other people doing that sort of thing because you know we had a sort of theme that we carried through with us on the cover and all that sort of thing. I can quite enjoyed the process of like designing those. Can we have a look at those, James? Yeah. Can so we have a look at the? Um, where, where are they just, I don't know. Maybe be on there. Somewhere? Maybe. Uh, uh, so uh, X Men B Team Team Spirit is the that's is the, the is the best one. So that's that's our that's, that's our last one. Is that the football? Yeah. yeah. So I, love, I like that one. Um, man. Oh, and the other ones there. Well. The other one so yeah, this there. this is this is a, a a famous photo of um when Spain won the World Cup for the first time. So that's <laughs> so that's Ike Casillas holding the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, do it, Sam, do it for the people on the audio podcast who describe what the um, album looks like. So uh <laughs> 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 yeah. it's fucking brilliant. Like. It's so so um, this, <laughs> this this is this is this is a picture of um. <laughs> Spain winning the World Cup. Right. Um, when they won the World Cup for the first time, it was like the greatest team ever. It was it was uh, it was Xavi, it was uh, Fernando Torres, David Villa, uh, Ike Casillas in goal, Sergio Ramos. Like you know the, these 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 incredible football. And it was like you know you know when everyone was like England's going to win the World Cup and they never did. Mm. They were like that with Spain, yeah, and, and yeah. they fucking did. They won they won two World Cups on the bounce and all that kind of stuff. But this was the first time they won it. And so basically, we've superimposed everyone so we've got ev- all, all the different members of the band and we've replaced the world cup with a burrito um, <laughs> um, i never noticed the burrito <laughs> no. that's great but um if you look uh, to the far left yeah um that's luke who produced and engineered the engineered the uh, uh the album oh nice and then yeah. if you'd like to go to the right hand side that's just go scroll right 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 to, right to the right to the right hand side i mean we've got george and liam but yeah. then that's that's stew who um all, who designed the logo and then if you'd like to go kind of southwest a little bit <laughs> <laughs> uh, past jamie that's south jamie. south past jamie that's uh, that's charlie there yeah um who uh, is chilling with the uh President of the African Football Federation. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, who, I who, thought that was Ainsley Harriet. <laughs> oh, oh, come on, come on. Um, but yeah, so that's that's Charlie who uh, did who did all the photoshopping, who actually oh, did sick. did the computer work. So uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it like that was that was pretty that was pretty much everyone who was involved on the album that's cool. is there in this kind of and yeah. So like we've I've I've always wanted to like instill this kind of thing about X Men B Team about being a team. Yeah, like yeah. that's that's the whole thing. It's not just 
Um, it, it always it always used to be. It's like oh, that's that's Sam's band. But it was really nice when it it did change at one point, yeah, didn't it? There was. I was going to say that earlier. There was um, definitely a shift from. Uh, when Sam was saying about writing as a singer-songwriter and then presenting us with sort of, <laughs> God bless you, folders with the music for us to play and you get a sort of Sam at the mi- in the middle singing his heart out while five musicians around would be staring at these notes on the page ready to right. play it. I'm so glad we got beyond that to actually, you know, talking about the band and writing for the band. And um, I was talking to somebody else about this earlier, writing for specific players rather than just right. this is what the bass part will do and this yeah. is what the drum part will do or uh, or te- or getting the getting the individual players to buy equipment well, so, I that, was so that you could so you i was could i was going to wonder if you would bring this up on uh, a fairly light-hearted frivolous um, <laughs> so so so, ba- so basically there's 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 a song on um fresh legs which is the one before team spirit uh, it's called glass houses and it's got, I, I, it's got, it's got, it's got this bass part, right? And all I wanted to do, I wanted the bass part to go, boom, right? Mm-hmm. No idea how to get it done, whatever, anything like that. So, Al and I, it was, it was very much in the infancy of our friendship, wasn't it? It was, it was. I'd estimate about Ju- June or July six it years was, ago. Okay. It was, it was the right. night that the Shires played at Manchester Academy. Yes, <laughs> it was. <laughs> Faithful and night. we all went to have a, a watch and then got to Black Dog and we got drunk afterwards, nice. which was quite good fun, yeah. of course. And, <laughs> and so I, I'd had it in my head all night that I was going to get Al to get this pedal. So I got him to get a Mooga Fuga yep. envelope filter I know the one. guy. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd, I really wanted him to get it. Like, really wanted it. And, and I'd, I was just like, I, I need to get him to get it tonight. So <laughs> cute. <laughs> cute. Pre- I, I didn't realise it was predetermined. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so cute, cute us at... I don't it know. was Black Dog. It yeah. was Black Dog at two yeah. o'clock in the morning, sat on the sofa. Al had 0% battery on his thing, just on PayPal. And I was like, go on, get it, get it, get it. Go on, go on, get it. And and, 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 and we didn't know because he clicked he clicked buy and then his phone ran out of battery. <laughs> um, this is all honest to God. And then, and then, and then I, remember, I remember speaking to you the next day or I texted you like, how's it going? Uh, any regrets about last night? And he was like, no, no, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I've got a bit of a sore head, I think. Yeah. I messaged him yeah. a bit. So I had nothing then, I can't handle. And then, then just goes, oh my God, what did you make me do? <laughs> Ch- check my emails and discover, like, congratulations, you <laughs> bought an envelope filter for what, what, more than you would have liked as a student. £250 pedal. But then it didn't, it didn't come for a bit. It, like, it came maybe a couple of weeks later and then I was like, oh God, right, yeah, this thing. Because up until this point, I hadn't really been a, an effects guy right. at all. Okay. And and it's, I think, you know, if I may, I may say, it's become something of a, a kind of hallmark of what I'm about. Yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, has it has been a worthwhile investment, albeit <laughs> a fairly one, huh? irresponsible thing to make your friend do. But <laughs> that's, I mean, no regrets, man. No we, regrets. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get out of the book of things that Sam has made Al do under duress. We <laughs> <laughs> say that's the second half. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great segue. Have you been doing this for a little while now? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Right, I reckon we'll, we'll go for a little performance segment now. Yeah, um, yeah. But before we do that, I'm going to tell our audience about our gig that we're putting on on Friday. Oh my God, it looks amazing. Yeah, yes. I'm really, really <laughs> excited for it. So we've got Big Society. Um, we've got Kirk McKelleny. I can never remember how to say his name. Kirk McKelleny? Close enough. Something like that. And we've got Chris Wise and the Revolution. <laughs> um, 
the, these three bands, honestly, when we were recording them, because I'd not really listened to the other two. I'm no big society, but I'd not really listened to the other two. And like when we were recording, I was just like, fuck, these guys are good. Like, they're really, really, really just awesome. So we're going to be doing it this Friday from 7 o'clock. We're going to be having Will in the studio. We're going to be interviewing. We're going to be interviewing the other guys. Uh, and Harry's coming in as well, which is nice. <laughs> exactly Ooh. the same sort yeah, of thing yeah, as this. <laughs> That's singer great. and bass player. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I really encourage you guys to come and check that, that out because I think it's going to be a really fun evening. Um, we're going to be running it all on a donation basis um, to help for like paying put it on. And also we run all of this on a donation basis. So if you're enjoying tonight's episode or any of the previous episodes, then um, there's a PayPal link in our description and probably in the, in the YouTube live chat. So if you want to help us out, with putting this stuff on that'd be awesome and, so, and these guys work so hard they work yeah. they work so hard at doing this so give them some Get it done. give them give them some bloody money <laughs> give them yeah thank you sam no you're welcome much ah. appreciated so um sam al and john who's not here not with us anymore did you get a text i do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, no, that's that's like that's when um, Ro- robbie williams always used to say and uh, this used to be this used to be my nan's favorite song and everyone be like oh and he's like, no no she's not dead it's just not a favorite song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, um, so yeah uh, three members of x-men b team came in um a couple of days ago and they recorded a set for us um, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed. It's nice to have a little band set up in here because obviously mm-hmm. it's normally acoustic. Is there anything you want to say to the audience about the set before they before they watch it? Um, be kind. <laughs> 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 no, um, uh, pl- uh, please enjoy. Um, X Men yeah. B Team. X Men yeah. B Team. All one word. All one word. All one, All word. one word. You heard it here first. Um, so <laughs> no, you didn't. No, probably not. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> so I hope you enjoy uh, the set that we played for us. We're going to be back in a little bit, probably talking some more nonsense. Um, enjoy the set, and we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hi, we are half of X Men B Team, and welcome to the Kicking Bass. John, count in, please. Uh, go. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we are half of X Men B team, and welcome to the Kicking Back Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Recently there's been a change of guard marching right underneath my nose This guy took us all by surprise by turning up with his black dog on my face and clothes He sits right behind my eyelids and waits till the time is right for him To spark and kindle a fire coming up from the darkness deep within Watch out! Now let's call him Sample McSamwell cause I'm sure that he's not me as cunning, as low-key, conniving, as joker, vindictive as Joffrey When the moment is right, he strikes and I might And no matter how hard I try By the time that he sung his swan song, it's too late And everyone started to cry Now there's two of me Two of me Existing 
best test or method to express empirically the way McSamuel carries out his most dastardly schemes is to use some examples of sample using his clamp to pull my body away from me. It reads like a horror movie, some sort of Hitchcock flick, one of those twitching you'll miss things at quick shift a click. The switch comes upon me and I act like a dick, but I digress, let's sit back and watch it. Now once upon a fling there was becoming a thing, I almost fell in L-O-V-E. And cantankerous sample couldn't handle the angle I was almost on the verge of being happy Sammy, Sammy this brain ain't big enough for three of us I mistrust this person you're inviting in to meet us It seems that she cares and she wants you to be happy But I'll just disappear if you stop feeling crappy So he clicks his fingers, the dog bites and she's injured Runs screaming off into the night And Sambo wins again and keeps a hold of his friend And gives himself a big high five Now there's two of me Two of me Existing friend who exists in your brain who shares your frame your minds and your bed and this uninvited guest begins to mess with your head and delights in turning your right side red if you have a sample who pulls the wool over your eyes and you're surprised when you arrive back in the room and everyone's crying and upset from something bad that you've said this needn't be a portent of your doom because you could struggle and fight it try to deny him you have a might inside you you could use for this end and the trust is of time was just a little maligned and all he wants is to be your best friend Duh. Now there's two of me, two of me existing in one body. Yeah, there's two of me, two of me in my split personality. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that was. Uh, now we're going to sing a song uh, called Major Key. Cool.
into the concrete And so the homeless stay there and can't find any reprieve And so my son she said to me as if this is what you find The most likely way young people leave this earth is suicide So this uh, this next song uh, is all about uh, not being a dick. So, ladies and gentlemen, don't be a dick. Tell you what to do, 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 do You can save time and energy By using your efforts more 
that you live in is going to shit Don't be a dick, don't be a dick When the people that you idolize are all fucking thick Don't be a dick, don't be a dick If you could be the twist but you're choosing to stick Don't be a dick don't be a dick If you worship the sun You need to listen to this Total Eclipse song we have a uh, a brand new one for you to enjoy um john's getting his mic on. Keep 
YouTube, the Spotify, the Facebook, the Instagram, uh, X Men B Team, all one word, www.xmenbteam.com, uh, and generally probably drinking in many various bars around Manchester. But thank you very much. Welcome back to episode 20 of the Kicking Back Podcast. You've just heard some delightful music from a, how much of, a, of X-Men B-Team? Uh, 33 and a third. 33 and a third of X-Men B-Team. So, you know, if you thought that was good, wait till you hear the whole bloody band. <laughs> By <laughs> bloody Christ, it's good stuff. Yeah, now we, uh, just, we just need to book a gig. Let me saw it, let me saw it. Did you guys enjoy it, it, it playing in our tiny little space? Yeah, definitely. I've um, done it... What have we done? You've two done or three now? Times, yeah, uh, yeah. We've done three. We've done three. Done yes, we've done three. We did no. the live stream thing before oh, yeah. Christmas. We did the Christmas. We did it. We uh, we played a Christmas party. Yeah, in here. <laughs> yeah. I the whole that. setup, yeah. and then we recorded uh, videos recently as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. just did, just did some cover videos for. It was going to be for some promo, but then whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't matter. Like, you, got, you guys are regular this year now, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's been, uh, I've used a different amp situation all three times. Oh. Uh, uh, goodness me, I'll, I'll, I'll find the right one one soon. I really enjoyed your guys' set. It was, it was oh, thank cool. You. I, 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 I wanted to ask you just like what each song was about and then sort of how it came to fruition. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. So, uh, what we, two of me. Yeah. Um, two of me started when, um, like, I guess, like, I've really really started on like mental wellness is a journey it's it's a, it's really it's really difficult like the the most i think the most difficult thing about it is that the realization that you're not well isn't this isn't the end of it that's like the start of what becomes a very long road that you'll potentially never you know you'll, ne you'll never reach the end of like mm. uh, i mean I'm 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 feeling really good and positive at the moment, but like two weeks ago, I wasn't. I was yeah. I was I was horrendous, and like I've got this thing where if if I am if and when I am like n not at my best or at my very worst, there's this other person that comes out. Like I'd I'd like to think of myself as quite an affable guy, like you know I'm 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 not you know. But then this there's this. There's this horrendous mean streak that comes out, and um, so I personified that with a guy called Sample McSamwell, um, <laughs> who um, just appears every now and then. Who uh, he'll just he'll just every every time something's going well, he'll just come out and just be like, Ooh. so like in the in the song, um, I'm uh, I'm I'm getting I'm getting on well with this lady, everything's going well, um, and uh, 
sample sample comes, clicks his fingers, the dog bites and she's injured, runs screaming off into the night. So like, you know, something will go well and I'll sabotage it. But mm. it's not me, it's another person. Yeah. yeah. So that the whole thing about there being two of me is that there's yeah, there's 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 this other person that kind of is there when I'm not feeling too I'm not feeling too good about myself. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 that. Um then major key is all about like I kind of get to this realization that um like no matter what num it's uh it's a it's a it's a stark and it's quite a bleak realization that like whatever we do we're fucked because there's always gonna be like there's always gonna be someone who is gonna make life better for themselves and by making life better for themselves they're gonna make it worse for everyone else and there there are certainly a handful of people in this country and in the world who can do that. Yeah. And they and you know they 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 routinely do that like it's it's because it's very apparent over the whatever so major key is all about um being being good to the people around you because that's the cha- the change that we can elicit is the change that we can elicit to each other on a day-to-day basis. And so that's what major key is all about. It's mm-hmm. all you know living life in a major key help the ones around you to live life in a major key. So that's what that one's about. Um don't be a dick was it's fairly self-explanatory don't be a dick is all about like um um it's 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 mainly about the media about people in the media and people who read certain certain media outlets and i'm i'm not i'm not just talking about you know there's there's the daily mail and the sun and uh, and the and these and these you know the the, the Murdoch owned press and the oligarch owned press. It's not it's not just about that because there are people on the other side. You know, the, I feel like Guardian readers are in some ways just as bad as the other side because no, neither side seems to listen to each other. Yeah. So there's no there's no like there's no like level of understanding between other people. Like you don't you know you'll people will immediately judge someone who thinks another way because. Their way, their way of thinking is right, and the other person of thinking is wrong. Then, yeah. then there's no, there's no like conversation between anyone. So, yeah. um, if d- just, just don't be a dick to each other and listen to what other people have to say because they might have some valid points. You know, like uh, I'm, I mean, we're 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 quite we're quite a a, a, a Romani kind of kind of crowd here, and the, you know the 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 the, bu- the bubble that we live in, the echo chamber that we live in, is, but. There are people who have very valid reasons for voting mm-hmm. to leave. There are very valid. P- there are people who have very valid reasons, however misguided you might think they are. There are people who have, who think who think a certain way, but it's it's because of, not because of not because they're bad people. Like you don't, I've 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 you know grow, growing up growing up in Yorkshire and Bradford and all this kind of stuff. Like there's a lot of people who have some things that I very deeply disagree with, like some views, some world views, but. It doesn't make them a bad person. It mm. means that the 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 journey that they've been on up to this point means that they disagree with you, and that's that's a really important thing. Uh, I mean, it goes back to Major Key in that you're not going to elicit change by being being a bastard to the fishermen who voted leave because they wanted to get their fishing waters back or something like that. You know, you mm-hmm. th- but because you d- there's there's a refusal to listen to people who have this other view mm, and yeah. the way that we can make the world a better place in ourselves is by listening to what people have to say the what conclusions they've come to and then i don't know like 
I, I don't feel like anyone's going to change their mind about anything anymore. <laughs> you know, like mm. yeah. that's that's that, that's where we've arrived at. But don't be a dick about it. Yeah. Like it, and and so that's that's what, that, that's what don't be a dick is. Um, I think touching on that, um, <coughs> the the UK has a, an inbred xenophobia. Mm-hmm. You know that the, there is a, there is a huge divide between. Uh, well, Scotland and England al- has always had a big divide. Yeah, uh, definitely. The divide between north and south of England. Yep. Has a d- there's there's a divide, but everyone always says north and south. They forget the Midlands. Yep. Midlands are also have their own opinion on things. <laughs> Wales also has their own opinion on things. Yep. Ireland has their own opinion on things, and that's why we come under a central government. But yeah. I think our problem is that the central government is always run from. The biggest London, p- absolutely biggest sway of opinion, which is London, which has the highest co- population. So sometimes we have to go along with some things, yeah, because the decisions are being made in London by the people off the south, yeah, and that that that's where the xenophobia breeds is because it it doesn't feel like it's it's transpired up the up the coast and up th- up the the Midlands and yeah. up to Scotland is sometimes that. It's it's all it's all divide and conquer, isn't it? Like yeah. it's it, it is it is that way. Like if, like like with the whole Scottish thing, like the only reason that we would ever have a left wing government is because Scotland so massively voted Labour. They were they were huge Labour voters. So the SNP came split the vote. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> but 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 that but that's the thing. Like by by keeping us divided, uh, the the people seek to conquer, but. It was. It's the most heartbreaking thing about it is the whole fifty-one forty-nine thing. Is that that's? It's. I mean, it's the the most heartbreaking thing about it. It's like it's like the last you know the last election in America, or maybe it was no, the one before where it was it was very close, and so like when when a vote like um, Brexit happens or something like that, and it's sh- and it's and it's very close. It's not a good thing. It's a heart. It's so heartbreaking because. Literally half the people who were so passionate about this lose out. Yeah. And if 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 it had been the other way around, it would have been just as bad. Yeah. Like that. What what would what what would make what would make the world a better place was if everyone everyone v- v- believed in the same thing, and that would that would be wonderful. But it doesn't. Um. And so yeah. So uh, so that's yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> 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 and then um, uh, keep on was I, I guess keep on was like. I wrote I wrote loads of songs over. Uh, uh, pardon. The banger. The banger. It the is. Banger. It's the banger. Actually, I hadn't uh, attributed it with being the uh, banger of that set. That's interesting. But I think it's because it's a new song, and yeah. I, you know, we'd learnt it fairly quickly. But I'm, I, I do really enjoy it. By the way, it's a good Thank melody, you. man. Thank you. Yeah. Lovely um, tune. But like, I'd, I'd written, I'd written a lot of, a lot of, a lot of poetry, especially that was quite bleak and quite angry over the past year about you know well you, we've all been there we all we all know what it's all about yeah um and then and i wrote all this stuff and i, I was like oh i'm gonna put this to xmbt i'm gonna put this to x and i was like no i'm not going to i'm not gonna do this i'm not gonna like there's there's one there's one song that's that we've got that is angry it's all it's it's uh all about uh then uh it's a uh an old story, a, a parable, I guess, that my mum told me um, about the naked truth um, that we'll eventually record and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm keeping that one, but the rest of them, I was just like, do you know what? 
people don't want this. There's there's an there there is there's there's an anger in everyone. Everyone is just so angry about something. But it go, it, I guess it goes back to Major Key. Like, keep on is all about just, you know, there's it's it's gonna be all right. Like, if if we can if we can hold on to what keeps us happy and what we believe in and what we believe to be true and what we believe to be right, then w- so, some something will happen. Yeah. I, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Just just keep just keep. I don't know. Keep keep staying. Keep believing in what you keep believing in what you believe is right and keep following your principle and your your principles and your code of ethics and eventually something will happen and if it doesn't will have will have At still will have yeah. still will have still spent yeah. this all of this time just just being nice to each other yeah. Yeah. and that's and that's i think that's the that's the most important thing to me yeah. is that as a society we've just got really nasty I yeah, think really it's and really really turned off as well to towards other people like yeah. re- really really um isolated even when you're around other people yeah. to the point where other people become like objects at, separate from you like yeah. as in there's me there's a there's story of my life that's of utmost importance um th- these other people are, are just like fleeting figures and I don't need to why give them attention that that's yeah. th- this is the kind of exactly. mindset yeah, that yeah, you yeah. see how do i know that one because you, you feel it you feel it come in but the weird thing is the opposite happens like when you go around and you give really really give people attention like really like look at them when you're talking to them address them like they are really important because they are like, yeah absolutely you know, and and but then you attract it and that, that becomes you know the more that i've started doing this over the last few days when i've been climbing when i was at the shops people run it's really strange when people start talking to you out the blue and yeah. just when you when you're really present, it's like it's almost like a magic trick. Yeah, man. Like you yeah. go around and people like come to you and like say stuff to you. And you know, a few people have, uh, in the last few days have mistaken me for someone else uh, just because I'm probably be- walking around being present. And they they come over and they talk to me like they know me. Yeah, yeah. and that's so funny. I didn't even tell them that I've never met them before. <laughs> 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 Absolutely, just got on board and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hello. This, this guy came over to me in a client center and he was. Uh, he was struggling with a thing, and and um, he came and asked her, and we we you know we just had like ten minutes where we'd, um, where I was, I was helping him out with things, and so and then later on another guy came over to me, and um, acted like we'd been friends like a few days before or something. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's it's so strange, man. But it, but it's wonderful, and that and that and yeah. that's something as well. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but like. The first time you got back into that social situation after lockdown, yeah, it was just strange. like, oh my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, what is this? Yeah, it was yeah. really, really overwhelming. And that's sort of part of my thing recently. I've been coming to terms with the fact that, um, well, yeah, with mental health stuff, I'm going to mention that I'm sort of coming to terms with the idea that I can be quite anxious. Yeah. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it didn't come as a big shock when I started telling people. They kind of went, of course, we can see that. And I'm noticing it more in social situations, especially now we're allowed back at the pub or back, you know, doing social activities, whatever they are, you sort of think, was I always like this or am I only just yeah. clocking it now? And sort of that whole yeah. process of trying to understand it is becoming my sort of like, I don't know, shield in a way just to be like, you are good. You can talk to yeah. people. Don't yeah. panic constantly. You to, know? Think, to think we're having the exact same thing at the exact same time is, yeah. is again, is interesting. And, it, yeah. and I've got the same thing of, like I, I came out and I told my parents about it. I was like, there's some social anxiety going on in me, which, yeah. which I've been trying to hide for so long, but it's literally pouring out of me now, and I can't even help it. Yeah. And it did. Like it just came out of me, and it's like, and and the whole time I was like, 
I just thought I was weird. I thought I was like yeah, an yeah. Odd, odd one out in this world. <laughs> and you know, to think other people are doing the, the exact same thing. It's is, really interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't know that, but yeah, it's, it's nice to know. It's, it's, yeah. But it's, 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 going, it's going back to like the subject matter of the songs is that like that every, every, everyone is feeling the same thing. Like no matter, no matter where, where, where you fall on which side, which side you fall, like it, yeah. it's 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 this it's this really weird blur, isn't it? Like they, there's 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 right and there's left, and there's there's leave and remain, and but then even amongst the right and the left, that they're mixed, and then there's the people who have the views on stuff like immigration and all that kind of stuff, and they're mixed, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff, like ev- the it, the the landscape through the the landscape of belief has become so such a like i don't know like a th- like almost like a 3d shape rather than yeah. like a line on yeah. which everyone exists and so there's going to be some people that you wholeheartedly and profoundly agree on things with but then you pr- fundamentally disagree with them on other things and it doesn't mean that their experience is any less valid than yours no. in yeah. at any at any no, point throughout it yeah that's it man every single i, I, I get this from my um like interviewing people on here and it's like I kind of have like a prerequisite of like okay this person could be like this mm. and then you start <laughs> actually talk yeah. yeah and you start actually talking to me like holy fuck man like <laughs> everyone's so vastly interesting like everyone is just a melting pot of a variety of like thousands of different experiences <laughs> and like you know things that push them into different ways and yeah. it's yeah. like you can't expect everyone to agree with you and actually all this stuff like you know like you just say like left right all that none of that actually means anything do you know what i mean like in terms of like no day-to-day life and like you know okay you might view that brexit was a bad thing almost seems like it kind of just fumbled into nothing at the end of it do you know what i mean like obviously like things are going to come out of it or whatever but like at the end of it like in terms of day-to-day experiences and like talking to people it's like none of that matters like yeah like if you're just having a conversation with someone on the street it's like are you really going to even talk about that stuff? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah. what what you want to... I, I agree with you, Matt. Like, what you're saying like, about being aware towards people and, and having that sort of reaction from people, it's true, man. Like, it's the same with just doing this podcast stuff. It's like, if you are attentive to people and you, you are... I always say this, like, I say that's the best way to be loving towards someone is to yeah. just give them the, your full attention. Yeah. Something comes out of them, man, and it's whatever that thing is inside yeah. you know that yeah. w- that wants to like talk and like and, and and share experiences and you know and just realize that at a fundamental level we are all exactly the same and yeah. that's that bottom line is we're all human yeah. and we're all crazy like yeah. we are all crazy <laughs> everyone's I mean? crazy but in their own sort in of their own like way, way. Yeah. that's way. it man like yeah. everyone has their own like everyone carries this little I call it like the monkey brain, like there's just this thing that comes around with that, oh, don't say that, oh, uh, do do you know what I mean? Like, and yours might be like, someone's might be based on, like a scientific person might be based on knowledge. It's like, okay, I'm I'm gonna, uh, when I converse about things, I'm gonna talk about like facts about things like that. Or like, I I, I know for a fact that like I, um, I find like some social situations difficult. So I'm more of a like laid back, listen to people. And everyone's, Everyone is formed in just from their life experiences into these different little beautiful little sculptures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but at a fundamental level, we're all the same. We are all yeah. the fucking same. Just me. It doesn't matter where you come from. It's like if you can just get down to that that bottom line, and like we can disagree about on, on about things, but it doesn't mean that we can't 
like have yeah. A, yeah. a good experience or just learn from each other. And, uh, the, the thing that I was I was, ha- I was having a conversation with someone uh, the other day about um, the fact that the human race now it doesn't seem like it is, but like the human race now is at the most tolerant, forgiving, and loving that it's ever been mm. in its history. <laughs> and I know that it seems that it's not, but like you know, you have people who. Um, and and peop- there's still a stigma around people who, you know, uh, 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 trans people, LGBTQ community, race, and all that kind of stuff. Like there, 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 I- there is still a stigma. There is massively a stigma, and we've got a long way to go, but we're further along the road than we ever have been. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. certainly. Like, um, I mean, ima- imagine, imagine trying to come out as a trans person in the Victorian era, mm. or. You know, or, or, or any or anything like that, or like trying to trying to make your way as a person of color in in the Victorian era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody really? Victorians! <laughs> oh, no, I, I, I feel like the Victorians have a lot to answer for. They, defi- yeah. they definitely, definitely do. do. Like the, the 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 way that the way that they changed the world in that particular way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But we've arrived at a point now where we are we we're on the road to something good. Yeah, I mm. think so too. Um. We just. It's, it's, I don't know, and and and, it, and it's never going to be perfect. Like, I've, have you have you read the book *Sapiens*? Yes, brilliant book. Oh my god, what a good book, man! Ama- yeah, amazing. But like, it was it was stuff like when they they said that. Um, so Homo sapiens first evolved in uh, Middle Africa and then basically moved out to colonize the world. Mm. And the Homo sapiens is, was a, a, a horrendously brutal species of 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 mammal like yeah. um but they they arrived on they arrived in australia and there were 30 30 different species of no of whatever there were there were x amount x species of um marsupials that weighed over 30 kilograms by the time they've been there for uh, 200 years there was one the kangaroo <laughs> right but before that there were there were there were there was so there was a breadth of life but they were just hunted to extinction by hu- Homo sapiens. So Homo sapiens have this have this history of being horrendous people. But as like enlightenment came and like consciousness evolved and all this kind of stuff, like we've 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 arrived at a point now where we are accepting and we're good. It, like I, I can't imagine, I can't imagine most you know most of the people who vote for what they vote for, they don't do it to be pejorative towards these people they do it to protect their family or themselves or something like that like it's it's there's there's i mean malice comes from that uh i guess malice comes from a place of trying to protect what you you know and 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 sometimes it's sometimes it's wrong Mm. or sometimes it's perceived as wrong but like it's you know there's yeah i think that's where like um like because there are people who have views which are clearly wrong, right? But they've got them from like um, other people, and it's very obvious that they've gone from other people. You know, like it's just like quoting facts and stuff mm, that you see, yeah. which is just also not true. And I think this is where um, media has a very important role, and one which they haven't oh, possibly sure. been doing the best job of, which is like just like remaining impartial. Impartiality is impossible, like for humans, I think, to some yeah. degree. But like trying to get at least a modicum of it. Mm. in that and also like realizing there's a responsibility to truth 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's absolutely. not like saying that fake news because I feel like the whole fake news thing was fake news. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I mean, ev- I mean, I guess, I guess is what we're talking about. Like, don't be a dick is like every, every, everyone who, everyone who delivers something for people to consume, be it the sun, the daily mail, the guardian, uh, the, the BBC and, and, and anyone, anyone who delivers something for people to consume has an agenda because the fact is that all of these people are owned by people and because of where we've arrived in whatever this kind of capitalist dream that we've now mm. arrived in everyone everyone's making something out of everything mm. you yeah. know and so take everything that you can with a pinch of salt because it's going to be somewhere you know, if you read this, this in this in the right wing press and this in the left wing press, probably somewhere in the middle is where yeah, they meet. Exactly, and who like the people who are writing this article, like they're almost anonymous. Like how how often when you're reading a Guardian article that's like demonising someone on the right, do you know who wrote that article? Like what yeah. what you know why why do you believe them more yeah. than the guy who is? It, it all breaks down when you really really scrutinise it, doesn't it? And yeah. like you said, no one like no one was even there when any of it happened. Like the 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 situation is not going to be as simple as the clickbait title of the article that you read yeah. and and the like demonizing comments you know yeah. um because they have their own agenda on it and yeah you people need to be made aware of that as well so that that's the yeah. huge education thing isn't it yeah absolutely not everyone's going to spot that for themselves and be like hang on maybe there's another agenda and that's why you see like especially around like elections and times like that um the the polar opposite opinions come out and then yeah. suddenly this hate from both sides and people launch oh. at each other. I, I noticed this um like um yeah around the general election mm. uh, I'm in sort of like you know the Facebook groups for um kind of like local Manchester ones I'm in the uh, Chalton one Withington one whatever and yeah, you see they're gold by the way <laughs> yeah. absolutely yeah. gold we've, we've discussed gold that somebody <laughs> else has cho- <laughs> I can't remember who was talking about the Chalton yeah. Facebook group but yeah it's a gold like, mine. If you go on, uh, like I went on that around the time of the sort of general election, however long ago it was now, and um, a lot of the memes were kind of quite labour heavy, quite um, yeah, sort of on the left of the whole thing, and then I'd see the exact same memes with the um, words swapped, with the colours swapped on my. Uh, I'm from North Yorkshire. I don't know why I'm addressing <laughs> the camera and saying that. Shout out to North Yorkshire. On um, on a sort of like similar thing in Harrogate. And you just see it was the exact same content, but just with the name swapped. And right. I found that fascinating at the mm. time because generally, as we said about echo chambers earlier, like a lot of people on my Facebook will think the same as me, mm-hmm. generally. Mm, and yeah. but then, yeah, going into these like more local, like I, I don't know what they are, kind of local information groups, and there are people speaking like this, and you kind of think that you've got it wrong. Wait, no, hang on. Wait, Have you yeah, got it wrong? Yeah, because exactly. it, it, this but is what yeah. you think. But yeah, they're but all they're all exactly, so exactly. right. They're all so, so like right. Believing <laughs> in the fact that they're, yeah, they're, they're speaking it's gospel. Not, it's not even believing it. It's identifying with it. So it's me and my beliefs. That, that's really, really weird. It's like me and my story. Yeah, me yeah, and my yeah. beliefs. I am the belief that the right wing is evil. Like people yeah. can, can like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you take that and you hold on to it. Yeah. But, um, it's like, why? Why am I that? And it's like, it's I, like I'm that because people told me to be that. And it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um, the 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 definition of what truth is, right? Truth, truth doesn't exist mm-hmm. because truth is the application of facts. So you can you can take a fact, fact this happened, and you can say, well, that's what that's why this happened, and that's my truth. Mm-hmm. 
but then someone else could say, well, that this 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 same fact is why I believe that this happens. So that's that's truth. So like truth is this is this kind of this this like I don't know like uh, in oh what's it called you know like this in this uh, imperceptible thing that exists that people use to 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 build a belief structure over because they think they take a fact and they apply it to something and it becomes a truth mm-hmm. and it's just like if I, I don't know like if you, if you listen to what someone else thinks is is true and then i mean you're never going to change anyone's mind this is this is the yeah. this is the, the most the mo- the most i don't know the, the 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 saddest thing the most I don't know, the most important thing that I've de- certainly realized over the past few years is that you're not going to change anyone's mind because you hold these truths within you so much that it be- tr- truth beca- truth becomes fact Yeah. to, to someone. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I, I think all of this stems from people's lack of a sense of self mm-hmm. in terms of like people understanding who they actually are. Because if you don't understand who you are, then you need to build an identity of yourself from facts, from being in a team, from being... Concepts. Yeah, from concepts, from being aligned with something and be like, oh, I'm with these people and I I am this and and, and I am that. And it's like, if you don't... Like, I don't read the news anymore. I don't. Because I don't find it useful. I don't find it like... And I, I... Before... It has a real tendency to ruin your day. At it any does, point. It really does. Yeah. It does. And, and, and the thing is, like, I all the major things that happen in the world, I find out about anyway because someone will be like, oh, do you about this? And yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> great. <if> great. <laughs> Fabulous. But it's like, I, I know for a fact, like, you know, before I, like, sort of had a bit of a, a shift, like, I identified myself with being, like, an environmentalist and, like, you know, I... I'd, I did loads of stuff like XR and like things like that, and it's like, and and looking back on it now, and, and looking back on like my my old behaviour, so it's like, I did all that stuff because I didn't know who I was. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I, I didn't. I didn't. I was like, I need some sort of identity so that like once someone asks me what I do or like what who I am, I can be like, oh, uh, I, well listen, I, I listen to Coldplay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like this band, and I, I, yeah, I care about the environment. I do yeah. all this shit, and it's just like. I don't know, man. I think this thing, this whole thing with the lockdown, I feel like a lot of people have had space. Like you were saying before, it's like you had your diary, diary cleared and there's there's nothing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what do we do with that yeah. time? I think, yeah, yeah uh, I was going to bring it around to that as well, sort mm. of from a similar angle. Like, I lost my sense of self when mm. lockdown hit last mm. year. And we all had the same process through March where it's just like, that's now cancelled, that's now cancelled, that's now cancelled, all the way through. And then for a period of time, I sort of didn't know what I was and then went through the period of like, you know, kind of boundless, oh, I can do anything now. I can do this, I can record (laughs) covers with my friends that I wouldn't have dared put online or wasted the time on because it would be better spent writing. Wasted the time. (laughs) That's that's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 absolutely. At the same time, I had a sort of goal for myself, like to bring something. Basically, I wanted to write music because I don't generally do that, which um, I'm part of however many creative projects where I'm part of the band part of creating the songs mm. whatever they are whether you bring a song and then i mess about with it and put my stamp on it 
that sort of thing. But I've never actually got anything that's like mine. Yeah. And it surprised me to hear in previous podcasts, Matt, that you write your own material. I didn't yeah. know that you did. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought about, I want to write songs. Yeah. And I talked to Sam about this sort of thing. I had a couple of ideas and I wrote them down and recorded them, sent them across. And then we actually did a sort of like songwriting yeah, kind of right. like, um, you know, masterclass. Yeah. Well, I don't yeah. know, like a, a yeah. sort of no, no, a, a lesson. A, a round table. Let's, let's a round table. Yeah. <laughs> a, a round table with two people. Yeah. Yeah. A, a massive 10 foot wide round table. But like basically, you know, sort of working out what that was. And then I went away and had some ideas about it. I wrote poems for a bit as well, like yeah, which is stuff that I've never done. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's just mad to think that, that that was me trying to sort of reaffirm my love of music and trying to, yeah. you know, spark that again. Because generally up until that point, I've been part of working with people in the same room, creating things or on stage playing things. And it just felt like it was so long until we could actually do it again. Mm. So it's like, this is right now I'm going to try and work out what it is that I I'm saying, and yeah, my exactly. main... Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, no, I'll just agree with you, man. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> I, I want to hear more. Well, yeah, your, your main... Go on. My main point is that... <laughs> I don't know if I've seen this coming for a bit, but I basically ended up writing a poem about wanting to own a camper van. <laughs> oh, it was so sick. It Beautiful. was so... Oh, read really? it out. Get it out. I, I, get it out. I can't get it out. It's, a, it's in a bag in the rucksack in my <sighs> car. Oh, <laughs> not here. Can you not recite it? Oh, I, I can't it. remember it. Oh, I, I really... It. <laughs> but, it was so good. But basically, it was it just stemmed from sort of like baby steps into writing a song because at first I was trying to do it all at once trying to like write the chords and then go yeah this will be the chorus and that'll be the verse and then Sam led to me led me to sort of like try these um sort of exercises to here's a load of words that rhyme with this one uh, like write 10 words that um are to do with the topic you're going to talk about and then rhyme 10 words with each of those and before you know it, you've got 100 words and then you write your sort of like story Mm-hmm. through it all and ended up writing this sort of like four stanza <laughs> poem <Nice>. about uh, <laughs> wanting to own a camper van and just fuck off somewhere <laughs> like, and obviously, yeah that, that's in you like, which that, surprisingly yeah. was you know about the most creative thing i've done for a while <laughs> i felt, felt awesome as well. <laughs> it, did feel, yeah. it did feel really good and it, and it, and it was great because i like, i feel like i'll bless you <laughs> i i i, lo- I, I love i love you so much you've got this like there's 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 like this i don't know there's there's something about you that is so intensely intensively creative but you've always needed someone else to bring that creativity out of you yeah and yet this yeah the the, this this poem and what was it the the fucking the blues video that you did was yeah spot on (laughs) it was thank you (laughs) but but that but then i mean that that was something that definitely brought something out of you yeah because you're spending all this time on your own we're all spending all this time on our own like it's it's definitely a time to reflect whereas i got into i got i got i got bradford city from uh the uh second division <laughs> to winning the quadruple yeah uh, is this some sort of football match? On, it on, sounds on, like on a fifa yeah, thing to me yes. right, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was doing that and playing computer games and nice. um yeah you you were you were you were you were bringing yourself out of your shell and but then the point is that it doesn't it doesn't matter that you you haven't got it to read out or that you've never shown it to anyone or anything like that the fact is that you did it for yourself Mm -hmm. i mean i guess that's something that we've talked about before like i I remember having a conversation with you matt yeah about the about this very thing like it it must have been a couple of years ago or something Mm -hmm. like that 
where we were talking about stuff and I was like, oh yeah, I'm writing these things and like, I don't know, like, if, I don't know if they're, I, I don't know if people are receiving it and all this kind of stuff. And you were like, well, that's not the point. Yeah. The yeah. point, the point isn't that people are being receptive about all this kind of stuff. The point is that you're making, you're making this. So if other people like it, then cool. Yeah. But like you're, and that stuck with me. That really yeah. did stick with me. Amazing. Like that conversation that we had was like, it doesn't. It doesn't matter that Al didn't do uh, a, a, an, an emotive reading of it on a Facebook video. I mean, I, I thought about it. <laughs> I, I really, like it was through that period, if you'll all remember, where I yeah. went a bit mad on Instagram yeah, I yeah. and I yeah. started to be <laughs> daft about all these things. And yeah. generally, like people were quite appreciative of it. They, I got messages saying your videos are getting me through lockdown. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Dude, <laughs> I love the Muppets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Muppet <laughs> all the elbow stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. elbow. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you, if you go to uh, oh, at, <laughs> at Alist <laughs> Alistair123 on Instagram and uh, you've saved it as a story, haven't you? What? The, uh, the, the how do you like your eggs in the morning? <laughs> oh, he so did, good. He did can, we, can we get it on? <laughs> oh, no. Can we get yeah, it on? It, honestly, Al, it's yeah. the same with me, man. Because like, I was I was so bored. And like, <laughs> yeah. like, I'd just go on Instagram and be like, oh, Al's done another video. Thank God. Like, <laughs> Dude, it was a highlight of the day for so long. Well, uh, so good, man. The, the stupid thing was, it started to give, pe uh, give people structure. Like, people would say that they'd noticed, I I'd get up at, like, generally in a way that I hadn't before. I'd get up at, like, 8 in the morning, make breakfast, sort things out. And, um, yeah, basically, people would be commenting on it like I'd, I'd record the daft video and right. then people would go, ha ha ha, that was really funny. Yeah. And that would start my day. And it was a thing for so long. And then eventually I went into a bit of a dip and started saying, nobody had breakfast today. Right, right. We're all too <laughs> sad. <laughs> because truth be known, I couldn't be asked to get out of bed and bother with it. Yeah. Can you get the sound? I don't know if it? we have. I don't think we can have sound, unfortunately. Oh, right, but, uh, I mean, it I mean, saved as a highlight on my Instagram. There's all yeah, sorts I, of shit on there. I would really <laughs> encourage you guys yeah. to go to Alice's. Um, it's it's, El it's Elmo. Elmo. There it is. <laughs> yes. Day eighteen. So Day eighteen, man. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. I, I basically, I, I don't know if I got to 100. I, I think I might have done, but basically started. Look at that, man. It's brilliant. But yeah, it was, it was. Like, I, I remember, like, um, if, I, if I spoke to people who maybe, like, because, I don't know, people, people, people know that Al and I are particularly close, like, they'd, they'd speak to me and they'd be like, oh man, I'm loving Al's things. Or like when it, it, it was when, when you started to drop off and you, and you kind of, you kind of gave up like we all did. Like, uh, yeah, pe people, people would be like, oh, is, is Al okay? I had that. Like, mm. are you all right? I haven't seen anything. Yeah. Online, right, yeah. Which generally was based around kind of workflow and sense of purpose and that sort of thing. Like for a while I was mad. And then, got the job at Shindiger and started having a focus, a yeah. thing to do. And it's like, oh, sh I don't have time to do the recording thing. And then the daft videos and then the, you know, and then ended up having to move house in the period and everything like that. I sort of dropped off a bit after that. And that was sort of my lockdown two and three. It just felt like I was at that level again. I didn't really fancy doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is mad because I can be daft, you know, well, generally. Yeah. <laughs> and, but 
I just didn't feel like it. And yeah, that was when fine. I felt like I lost my sense of self for a bit. Yeah. But mm. again, that's all linked into the kind of mental health stuff that I've been working through and mm. trying to work on. And just generally with life starting to open back up again with the gigs and, you know, we've done a few gigs since the... Yeah, we fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, it's yeah. me getting my essence back, yeah. which has been really important, I think, yeah. because yeah. I haven't been able to sort of sit and write songs about how I'm feeling because I don't know how. Yeah. So it's yeah. been nice to. It was like when when we when we so we did we did our first gig back, didn't we? Yes, we did. Uh, la what, what last week, we, last we, week. Yeah, yeah, we put we played at Hatch, and um, it was it was it was one of those where you know you've you've got you've got to, you've got to be quiet. Like we didn't have a drum kit. That was a weird experience. So John was on the uh, uh, RIP. <laughs> oh, yeah. John, God rest his soul. He was. <laughs> <laughs> It was a. Uh, it was. It was. It was on the SPDS, like the 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 the, the electric box of death drum yeah. thing, and um, like obviously, like it was weird doing a gig and not having a drum kit behind me and all this kind of stuff. But like, what was it? We got. We got. We got. We got on stage, and I was like, "Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I know that we're going to have to uh, stay quiet uh, throughout this whole thing, and don't stand up and uh, don't make too much noise." But I'd just like to say this before we start. <laughs> 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 and it, it was amazing which was followed by a polite golf round of applause <laughs> <Right. laughs> which was a common theme throughout the game which yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. followed by a shh shh yeah. Um, not too loud yeah. <laughs> but 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 we got we got off stage and like I can't, I can't I mean we had a bottle of brandy but like I, 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 I can't I can't remember most of the gig, like and it because just sort of happened. We, we 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 finished, and I just turned around to Al, and I just gave him this. I get, I, I like, I was just like, oh my god, like, uh, oh, it, it it's so, it's such a big thing to, to get taken away from you, like mm -hmm. this fact that you know you you were, I mean, you know, three, two, three, four times a week, you'd have people, be, you'd have people like screaming for you. I've since mm -hmm. told my girlfriend to give me a similar sort of. Um, respect for doing fairly base <laughs> tasks around the flat. <laughs> Just, oh, well done. You put the washing on the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I really needed that. <laughs> right, now we're back. This is what we were booked for. <laughs> Can I just ask? Uh, yeah. Because right. I experienced this thing. Right. Because there's a thing that goes along with, with gigging, and it's not for everyone, but alcohol consumption after a gig <laughs> yes. is, is, is just a done thing. What, whenever you do a gig, you have a pint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is just what, the, what is done. How was your first pint back after Ooh, a gig? gig? So the first pint back is obviously pretty good. You know, it's really nice. Mine it's wasn't. Nice but yeah, go on. No. Yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Debbie Sorry. Downer. <laughs> what, they not clean the pipes or something? Oh, no, I had a, a pint of red stripe. It's uh, a long no, story. No. Disappointed. Anyway, go that's on, just Jen. any pint of red stripe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, yeah. yes. That's just a, that's just a poor decision. I I didn't choose it. They basically I, I picked another pint and they're like, oh, all the other drafts are out. The only thing we have is red stripe. I was like, oh, fine. It literally tasted like someone had just poured a can of red stripe into a glass. Right. Bad. Anyway, back to you, James. Yeah. But yeah, that that first pint after a gig, if you've you know you do a gig sober or you've worked really hard for three or four days in a row, even even for nine to fivers, they work a whole weekend, a week, and they get to the weekend and that Friday night, mm. yeah, they get a little sip on a beer. Oh, it's mm. a 
It's gone immediately. That's mm-hmm. British. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yes, no, do you know? Do you know? What, do you know what the best? The best pint. The best pint you could ever have. Have you guys ever worked in a kitchen? Yes. Yeah. Not that kind of horrible. Kitchen. Right. <laughs> but what, why? Can I, why are chefs such assholes? Because they work eight, heard this. eighteen-hour <laughs> shifts in a room with no window. I, I get it, but man, I, I, yeah. I so the I, session musicians, to be fair. It's true. Well, they're all assholes as well. I couldn't believe I've heard that. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> believe it, man. They, they were just so horrible. I was just but, like, why is this happening? But when you we we were you a pot wash? Yeah, I was basically just like a little bitch. Little oh bitch no, <laughs> little yeah. little dish pig. Yes. But like that that's the one when you when you evening service finishes and every, you ju- you just got to wash everything up and while you're washing up, someone brings you a pint mm-hmm. and you just. <laughs> the whole the whole thing just goes immediately. That that pint is the best pint. Like mm. being a pot washer is the worst job in the world. My like, thing with pot washing, right? I have also been a pot washer. Oh yeah, um, it still are. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just in different ways. You know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's more of a mentality than a job. I find. Yeah, Jesus, man. My thing was why did why was the water always so Fucking hot. It was great to get rid clean, of the bacteria. Man. My God, though, my hands. Oh, you know, <laughs> my, hands. my little girly hands. Yeah. I mean, uh, sorry, I said girly hands. I don't, I don't mean that. Yeah, they are very <laughs> feminine. I'm worth a hard I'd, day in the life. When I, I got um, trained by this lovely old lady, I think she was called Suzanne, and she's in her 70s, and she had hands of steel, man. So I'd, really? I'd be like carrying these things. Oh, my God. And she would just pick it up and just walk around with it and, and I'd chat to the That's other people. Best yeah, fingers, asbestos fingers. I was going to say it's that. A real yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, when I witnessed it, I was like, oh my God, like steam, just like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Christ. Yeah. Why were we talking about pot yeah, washing? Uh, the first pint back. Yeah. Yeah. People that have. Right. People watching this podcast, please pay your respect to people that work in hospitality. Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, guys, a drink for the people in Cheers. hospitality because Cheers. they work like God damn ass off. It really do. It's Cheers. not an easy job. Yes. And also, it, we'll might do it, the <laughs> <laughs> it might not be the passion, Cheers. but it's, it's the, they usually do a hospitality job to work towards something. Yeah, that's it. Well. You know, that, like these are these are the people that are p- potentially creatives. A lot of a lot yeah. of them are. A lot of the hospitality industry are creatives, and they're they're doing this as a side gig to to help them strive towards a goal. To be honest, you know, I worked in hospitality yeah. for. Seven years. Oh, you did the most horrible shit. I had the most horrible. Oh yeah, shifts. I remember. I remember like when I first met you, you were you were doing some horrible yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah, and you were doing uh, um, bar work, but it built did. me as a human being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you meet some amazing people. Yeah, I you mean, meet some horrible people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. I used to, I used to work at um, my my. So I've I've got two older brothers, um, and an older sister. Shouts out to the Parry Clan. Um, but my oldest brother, Dave, uh, he used to manage the hotels. Ed, my our middle brother, would be uh, the assistant manager, and I would just be everything else. Like, Before right. mentioned, little bitch boy. Oh yeah. man, I'd like, I'd like, I'd, I'd, I'd pot wash, I'd clean the rooms, I'd work on the bar, I'd wait on tables, I'd earn three pounds twenty-five an hour. It was like, a lot of money back then. It, w- <laughs> but, it, it wasn't. It <laughs> wasn't. It, <laughs> was never, it was never a lot of money. <laughs> so, like, so yeah, we, we, um, I, I used to, I used to, do, I used to do that. Like, I'd, I'd, I'd spend summer working, eighteen-hour days mm-hmm. every day, 
and it was it, yeah it was it was hard it's hard work it man is, it is really really hard work <laughs> um but yeah i mean that I, and when 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 the whole when this whole country um comes back it's the it's the hospitality people who you know i mean i i, I think there, there was there was there was there was something like when we were when we were talking about like when when everything started coming back like people came back on furlough and all this kind of stuff it was like it was us uh, as musicians it was it was the musicians and the hospitality people who didn't and probably still haven't got anything like their old life back yeah like i can't imagine working in a bar is anything <coughs> like i mean the thing that i loved the most about working on a bar was being on a bar and having loads of people there and just being like, yeah, let's go. Oh, I'm going to make you a drink and you a drink and all this kind of stuff. But, but like, that's that's not happening yet. No. Mm-hmm. And I doubt it will for a long time. And yeah. and and the music thing is that, like, you know, that that's we've got to wait until June. The 21st, I've got not in my Not far head. away, yeah, though, no, It's not as far not as really you think. Not far away. Not but, far like, away. and also, I guess May, I, I can't remember what date is it. Is it May the 12th? That we're allowed to play inside. Yeah, I'm sick of my fingers nearly falling off. Because cold after Uh, gigs. Yeah, man. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Sorry, I do apologise, Sam. (laughs) 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 What I will say about the sort of hospitality comment from earlier is that um, it intrigued me to know that quite a lot of creatives who obviously had their life pulled out from under them, like we did, all of us. Um, ended up start, uh, like working for Shindigger. Like you told me that because yeah, yeah. you started before me, and then we discovered that there was like actors and you know people who ran uh, festival rigs to well yeah PA rigs to festivals. Sorry, and then just generally a lot of people who you were sort of one degree from knowing, mm-hmm. who had vans or had cars or free time, and they ended up working for Shindigger yeah. as as a result because we were all supporting this sort of like smaller business they needed the drivers and we were willing but yeah it was it was quite mad to sort of like ask people what did you used to do when you yeah. got there like it was great for me because i've only ever in the old world <laughs> in the, yeah we talk about the old world but like it i've never had a proper job in that sense i've only yeah. ever played music for people mm-hmm. and as a result it was quite mad to sort of build up this community of new people new drivers and delivery people and the shindiger guys as well you're all sound as fuck, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, just sort of like, and, and then hearing throughout the year, like I've been working for Shindig a, a year now. Right. Like Shit, this yeah, this yeah. month, yeah. Wow. It'll be a year that yeah. I've been delivering beers. I've probably dri- delivered about 25,000 beers. <laughs> <laughs> like cans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's mental to think that. And now there's all these new people who I never would have met in the music circles mm-hmm. that I used to work in. But not not just the music circles either, like the theatre circles, like actors and yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. shouts out to Lois Mackey. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But yeah, all these people who you just wouldn't have seen mm-hmm. and who, you know, we've all just sort of zeroed in on something that we can do and make bring joy to someone some other way mm-hmm. it was yeah. it was def- it was definitely that question wasn't it but like when when you sho- when you showed up at the at the yard to get to get your car like filled up with beer it was like the the fir- the first question was obviously like hi i'm sam so uh what did you used to do yeah what have you lost <laughs> you yeah. know that that, yeah. that kind yeah. of thing but it, it definitely was like but especially with the kind of glimmer of hope it, um well i mean last year whenever it was happening when things started opening up again it's like 
oh, I'm sorry, I can't work tomorrow because I've got to, like um, whether it was a gig or rehearsal or I had to record something and then somebody else was like, oh, a theatre are putting on my show or I've got a gig coming up and it's like you all go, yeah, get in. Yeah, come nice. on. Mm-hmm. You know, it's coming back. Yeah, yeah. and like, and like, and even, even, even the owners, like, you know, they, asking they, us about it as yeah, well. They, they, That's they, cool. They, they, they'd, ne- they'd never ever begrudge you. They'd never be like you'd, you'd be like, oh, sh- I've, I've, <laughs> I've got a fucking gig, mate. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm ne- really sorry, I can't deliver beers. Yeah. Like and, that. And, <laughs> but, 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 never, never once did they say, "I'm sorry, mate, I really need you to work." They'd be like, "Yeah, sound." You go and do what you need yeah. to we, do. We 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 know where you are. We know where we are, and we know why you're doing this. And mm. just like, I think, yeah. an affirming moment. Were you working the day that our Nexus thing went out? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, Sam I, and I were both working. Yeah. Uh, so we mentioned this live video that we did last uh, last year for this uh, festival online. And uh, we recorded the thing in two parts and then put it together and it was a whole, like, what was it, 20, 30-minute yeah. set? It was like, it was like 20-minute set, so because um, we did it at Neuron. Yeah, um, of course. And, uh, shout out to Neuron. Shout out to Neuron. Shout out to Neuron. <laughs> um, but um, we did it, so, like, the, the room that they had meant that we could only fit three of us in at a time. Right, okay. So John, Al, and I went in and recorded recorded the set and yes. I looked like I'd never played bass in my life yeah. because I was scared of the amp. Yeah, was that, was, that, was <laughs> fu- that was fucking weird. <laughs> but, the, but, the, but then we had that and then we played what we did through the ears and Liam, Simeon and George played over the top. Oh, so, right. so they played so their it's bit. Like two halves of off the, the same set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we, you edited it that way as well. Like yeah. there were bits well, that, where that it was like all six my, of us. Yeah. That was my brief foray into video editing. Oh, nice. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I edited that like, a, yeah. I did. I did a few things over lockdown. Yeah, I was thinking about it today again in anticipation of what we might talk about. I was thinking you edited that stuff, and that was mental. That you sort of had a like in the absence of gigs, you learned how to edit and sort of sync things and sort it all out. And yeah, I did that. I did that. I did. um, I did. I did some voice acting. I'm still. Yeah. How's that going, by the way? Uh, Bits of other stuff. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still doing little bits. So there's. there's, I mean, the, the one thing that's staying is, uh, it's, uh, it's, the, the, it's called the Greenlands. Shout out to the Greenlands. Um, <laughs> so um, it, ba- it basically, it started, so I, I, I auditioned for loads of stuff and I did, I did some stuff like with voice acting and all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, something that came of it was I ended up acting in some plays. So this, this, this person called Rosie, um, she wrote, she's written loads of plays that are all kind of based in the same, like kind of a Discworld vibe, right? Mm. Right. So like, you know, she she had three plays and then one that brought them all together. And so the first play I play, I played a nun. Um, she was uh, sister, <laughs> sister Letitia. She was very well spoken, but uh, she was actually quite common underneath, you know. But she really. Uh, so so I played I played her in the first one. Nice. Uh, then in the second one, I was a I was a knight called Morag who was taken out of his home country, and uh, he was uh, gallivanting around with Arthur and the other you know the other knights. Nice. And then uh, yeah. the third one was um, 
I was a, I was a bloody baron. I was, a, I was a very fat old man who just like sat in his castle and told people. Rah, rah. So I did. I, I did, I did the, <laughs> for the people listening to the Spotify of this, all these people are socially distanced and also on their own <laughs> microphones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, it's, so I recorded those three plays, and then uh, last week, in fact, I recorded the my parts for the play where they all kind of came together. Right, all right. Um, and so I had to play all three characters. Ah, uh, nice. Um, so I've done that kind of thing. I did a bit of voiceover work and stuff like that. Um, that was that that was really fun. Um, but yeah, well, I I I kind of I kind of stopped doing that. I I I learned to code, and now I've, yeah. I've just started. A, I've just become a software developer. Sick. Um, and so yeah, that's 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 where that's where my journey's taken me over lockdown is that now I'm. I'm a I'm a software developer for a company, and now now that I've got a job, I can finally afford to be in an originals band. So all right, <laughs> that's the, <laughs> the sick irony of the whole thing is that now you now you've got your proper job. It's like, well, let's see what we can do with this thing mm. <laughs> because yeah. we can put it. Yeah, all that. That's it, man. That's it. I was going to um, ask you guys just a little bit about. Um, obviously, we touched on the mental health stuff yeah. a little bit. I was gonna just talk to you about guys about like what what is it that you do to sort of um, deal with that stuff? Is there any like particular processes or like things that you've picked up on that help you to get through it? Because I know like we we talked about this stuff a lot on the podcast, um, and I always find it interesting to just to know like what what it is you guys do to help like process that might, stuff. So I might jump in straight away just yeah, because fairly recently. I've been talking about anxiety and trying to deal with that because I think up until this point, I hadn't really considered it as that. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to crack on as normal and not really give it the attention it deserves. Mm. To, <laughs> to sort of circle back round again to the lockdown thing and losing your purpose, I was gigging maybe three, four, five times a week. And the only time I'm ever truly, you know, in the moment and like, not thinking about what's happened or what, not thinking about what's going to happen was on stage, like mm. playing the gig. Because the most important thing was I need to play, you know, and support these people mm. the best way I can, which is generally my role in most things. And I found having that pull from um, under me, like not necessarily the creative process that people say, you know, I, I don't have the opportunity to say my thing on a stage to people. The thing that I've struggled with is having that support, uh, like sort of, um, yeah, just having that thing pulled from under me and not really have feeling present in the situation I'm in. Mm. So as a result, I spent a lot of time in lockdown worrying about what has happened, what will happen, mm -hmm. and I've not really had that sort of right. You just need to be here, be here right now, yeah. playing bass, yeah. singing sometimes. Sounds like a song. It does, a, it does a little bit, but like, honestly, I've been sort of considering it a bit more now, having identified what I think might be not wrong with me, but like the, the thing that's in my head that's yeah. stopping me achieving everything. But it has occurred to me that it's now been a year since I've had to worry about that on a, you know, three or four times a week. I would be completely, for, for an hour or two at a time, whatever, just there, mm. like doing what I need to do. Mm. And, you know, the rest of the time, whatever. But, yeah, that, like, so that's, that was the thing. My 
sort of uh, being present in the moment was gigging. Right. So yeah. as a result, gigging coming back has actually helped me a little bit yeah, since definitely. because we've done a few gigs since. Yeah. Not as many as we used to do, but I, I feel like that's helped me an awful lot. And, uh, you know, I've gone a long time struggling with that a little bit. But I don't know if that's something that you guys resonate with. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, absolutely, man. Yeah. 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 In, in every single way, as if... Um, it might as well have been me thinking it. Which yeah. Again is, is really <laughs> I feel like we've done this in the second <laughs> half. It's like... Yeah. Um, yeah, it makes sense. And, and is it, I guess with you, Al, if it's like a kind of recent discovery, is, is there anything outside of that space that you can you, you find helps you to get into D&D. that? D&D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No. Just be a hobby <laughs> for a couple of hours. <laughs> I've found that it's really important as a person... Who doesn't play D and D? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to sort of, you know, kind of inform the people who do <laughs> that, despite their best efforts, <laughs> I'm a different kind of nerd. I'm yeah. into different yeah. stuff, like yeah, you guys yeah. might know. I'm exactly. a, I'm into different things that are quite eccentric, quite strange. Tell us about your trains. No, I'm not going to tell you about trains. <laughs> That's a different podcast. <laughs> What, what what roads do you take from Newcastle to Bristol, Al? <laughs> from Newcastle to Bristol, well, <laughs> a, short jaunt, a short jaunt down the A1M, probably yeah. uh, A1, M18, M1, M. Uh, I don't know. It depends around that. And then uh, I'm, I'm going to stop talking. I've had a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, like I mean, I got halfway. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, I'm still talking about like dealing with it and stuff, mm. like exercise. That's yeah. the thing. The thing that sets me yeah. free, like I've been to the climbing wall a couple of yeah. times, man. I've started riding my bike. I've just got a new bike. So, ride, yeah. ride my bike. Any of that, like even when, even when it was in deepest, darkest lockdown. I mean, I've had, um, I've had Miranda next to me. I mean, can we cheers Miranda, please? Um, what a beautiful cheers, Miranda. human being she is. Oh, wonderful uh, for like, people. Miranda is Sam's other half. She's a wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Miranda is my fiance. Um, and fiance. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's what I did. Oh, that's, yeah. that's what I did during lockdown. Yeah, um, I, um, I got I got betrothed. Um, betrothed. But she she were I mean she worked through the whole of lockdown, and when I just had no purpose or anything like that, like my purpose became getting up, making her breakfast, and then um, I'd I'd hang out all day, and then we'd have dinner together and all that kind of stuff. But then she'd she'd get me up and she'd be she'd be like right we're going to go for our our government allotted half hour of exercise whatever like she'd yeah. she'd get me out and she'd she'd get uh, i full i fully i fully believe that the reason that i'm still alive now is because of Miranda like she was there mm. the whole time like i just i'd you know like fucking hell, i'd 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 i'd, co- I'd I I just I just like burst randomly burst into tears and she'd yeah. be like yeah you know I'm 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 there and 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 even stuff like um uh she do we did we did a thing called Randy's Chop Shop <laughs> shouts out to Randy's Chop Shop what's, Where, ra- um, what's Randy's Chop Shop uh, she gave haircuts to people she gave haircuts to Al oh, two, nice. two haircuts you know, to me like, yeah. <laughs> look, look at this yeah, no, yeah, it looks looks sharp, well, uh, I should say at this point unfortunately this was a barber who uh, did this two weeks okay. ago but. My hair grows that fast 
Miranda yeah. got to do my hair twice so, yeah. <laughs> in lockdown. But, but, she, but like, but like pe- pe- people would come round and she cut their hair and we cook them dinner and all this kind of, and, and, and even now, like we've got, you know, we've got, we've, we've got, we've got people who want to come to our house because they feel like our house is a safe place to be. Mm. And that's, I mean, that's, 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 a hundred percent Miranda making everything yeah. wonderful for them. Like I, it's you know I've, I've yeah. Shout out to Miranda. But yeah, no, and and, and uh, but that's what it is. Like the thi- the thing for me, the one the one thing that I can guarantee I'm not going to be going out of my head, madly depressed, all that kind of stuff is when I'm doing exercise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, re- it really is. Mm-hmm. Like. Cycling to the climbing wall, twenty-five minutes cycle to the climbing wall, two hours of climbing, twenty-five minutes cycle back. Wow. Like that 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 three hours. If I do that, if I can do that twice a week, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. absolutely fine. Dude, that's been like a game changer for me. Mm-hmm. We all know the story about your six pack. No, but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sexy now. <laughs> yeah, George is jacked out of his mind. No, man. but like it's unbelievable. It's so true. Like I don't know about you guys, but for someone who's in the arts or something like that, like I like um, just to go back a bit as well, Alistair. I wanted to say like yeah, for me personally as a bass player, you're a bass player. You've always been like an idol. Oh, yeah, thank you. Let's have a drink. Alistair is genuinely. Honestly, let's go one camera, the... camera one, baby. Oh, God. Alistair. <laughs> this is going to be the worst I'm serious, thing. though. People at home, like, Alistair is one of the best bass players in Manchester that I've oh, known. Thank you. Seriously, though, he's <laughs> oh, fucking God, awesome. awesome. And you you are a credit to yourself, sir, and to the bass guitar. Thank you very much. Honestly, it was like a musical badass. It's been a year since I saw you, and then we recorded the clip, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's Alistair. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's fucking it's awesome. So, so good. Like, everything brilliant. But like, yeah. So like, it w- and also in terms of the anxiety and stuff like that. Yeah. I completely understand. I have exactly the same thing and stuff. But you, you have no reason to be anxious because, like we said, you're fucking awesome. Oh, bless you. Thank um, you. That's 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 the hardest thing, though, isn't it? Is the fact that people are like, oh, why are you anxious or like, why are you depressed or all this kind of stuff? Like, there's there's there's, no, there's never any rhyme or No. Uh, no, sorry, go on, George. Yeah, I forgot my point. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Let's really go with one. Al's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all saying it. That's pretty it great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, well, thanks. I appreciate that. Honestly, absolutely. like, um, it's just one of those things. And a lot of people have told me over the years that it's like, what have you got to be worried about? Mm. And it's mad to kind of come to terms with that, obviously, because if you're on the back foot sort of going, why should they feel like that? You know, yeah. you're you're not that great, are you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. But then this happens. And That's right, man. It's really kind. And people clap you for doing your washing. <laughs> Three cheers. That's true, man. And you know, we are all our biggest critics. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I'll, like yeah, I like I said, I think you were a fantastic bass player. Oh, you were one of the first bass players that I saw in college. I you're was a like, fucking dickhead, but you're <laughs> really good. <laughs> <laughs> but you're all right. The problem is with all this is that I'm a year older than you lot, so you'll have seen me more than I saw you that's initially true. as that's well. That's true. That's true. It's but like, oh, that's how the yeah. year above. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought I thought we pre-agreed that we wouldn't talk about age. On this uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, but like you know, we are all our biggest uh, self-critics, and it's like yeah. Ah, uh, again, going back to that book that I've been reading, it's like we, um, when we create a piece of art or something, 
when we look at it ourselves, we, we, we look at it and then we're like, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't do this, and oh, I could have done this differently. It's like, but someone else is like, looks at it from the other side of the mirror and it's it's like the most beautiful thing mm. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, and we are always, the, the creation of art is the journey of like what we're going to do next. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. how we can improve it next. It's not the actual product at the end of it. Yeah. The product at the end of it is for the other people. Do you know what I mean? But the art, the art <laughs> for us <laughs> is is the journey. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it, it, and it's and it's being able to look at it in, in a constructive way and be like, okay, this was cool, but I would do this differently next yeah. time. That's the art there. That's like the that's the progression and the journey. That that's the the thing that we all strive for. It's like okay, I could have done this better, and then you do it better next time, and it gets better and better and stuff. But you always have to remember the other side of the mirror, yeah. which it, which is like Mate, it's, it's the it's the the, the the Campbell philosophy, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And right. to and then at, at some point you realize like you are just gonna do it anyway. <laughs> that, that's yeah. that's like a beautiful thing. Like it, it's it's almost not up to you. It's like I love that Bob Dylan thing where he talks about like plucking a song out of like the living room in a house. It, yeah. it was like almost like that to him because he wrote so many songs or whatever that it's like oh, I didn't write that one. That that one literally came to me. Like it, it's just mm. there, isn't it? You don't. Mm. And you, you can't. It's really, really hard to justify why you're doing it. If you create an art and you're someone like we are, you're not. You're not really doing it for money. That might no. be one motivation. But let's face it, you'd choose another career if that's mm. what you're really chasing. You yeah. Know? So, um, yeah, it, it's just expression. It's just creativity and feeling really, really present, isn't it? Like that. That's yeah. it. And and the the fact that you you can clock onto that and you realize that was the the big big driver that whole time was that feeling of being you're really really in the moment which is strangely hard considering there only like there is one moment and that's where you are everything else is just a story right like mm. or or a, yeah, some that, that's that's not where your mind is though is no it? no no and it, that's yeah. not but um the that's kind of where the mind needs to be i think for us to move forward is um it, it is like actual creativity uh, and you only get that from being right there and so <laughs> yeah and it, it's it's a process as well it's like like you said yeah. isn't it it's it's a means to it so it's not it's not like the orchestra that plays the tune um or the, the piece of fastest wins the, yeah. the 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 whole journey is the point and that's a really really cool thing yeah, when yeah. you actually realize Absolutely. that so. Absolutely. Yeah. and like i guess that's what that's what I don't know, ma making making art or being being a songwriter or anything like that is it's it's not it no 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 one's <laughs> well I mean I, I mean they probably have made a made a song and said hey look look this is where I am I've finished here and that's that's great <laughs> hey no, like no, it's, it's, it's 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 like the whole thing isn't it like um where if if someone writes a really happy song no one wants to listen to that no <laughs> no 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 one wants I mean. <sighs> Maybe maybe they do. I don't know. Like I've 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 always like, not always, but like, especially recently because I've kind of taken X Men B team to be this thing where I want to I want to promote a positive message. Mm. Um, I don't want to. I don't. I like the if you, if 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 you want if you want to listen to music about how shit everything is, then. There's a million bands that will do that, and they're all they're they're they're, fu they're fucking great. Like there are some amazing bands that do that, and that's wonderful. But what is also wonderful is like, you know, let's 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 see where we're going out of this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's let's hope for something 
better to come yeah. after the place that we're at now, mm-hmm. you know, and and that and, and and that's the kind of thing. So like you know, it's like <laughs> there's a real big fish song about like um, it's it's got it's it's all about like how I've got a girlfriend, and every time it comes on, I'm like. Skip. <laughs> 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 I don't want that. Yeah, no one wants to hear about yeah. happy people. You're saying about like <coughs> no one wants to hear a happy song. Does it? I think especially in the night. If you mention the stereophonics, I'm going to. I was just about. To, <laughs> I was literally about to say that tune. Have a nice day. <laughs> Came on the other day. I was like, this is a fucking awesome song, man. It's, it's just, just a song about having a nice day. Yeah. What's wrong with that, right. man? I think I think there was a big thing in the nineties, maybe maybe early two thousands, and till present, is there's a big thing about uh, making a very sad song happy because of the chord progression behind yep. it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So the 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 I, I was thinking of um, why does it always rain? Yeah, yeah. That's a pretty good song. Good also, Scottish a band, lovely set. Scottish band. <laughs> <laughs> All I want to do in brackets is have some fun. Is actually a very sad song about like the the, the lyrics in it are, are very sad, but the the way it comes across is it's a very happy song. Like I'm having the best time of my life, yeah. but it's it's actually not when you look look deeper into the lyrics of the song. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> I see. Tonight on Behind the Record with James Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, I'd listen to that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so the moral of the story is write a sad song, write some it. happy chords. Yeah. <laughs> And then you yep. sorted. I'm pretty sure someone's written a song about writing a sad song and making it happy. Really? Who? <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. I need a piss so badly. I can't is think that, of it right now. <laughs> this yeah. is a sad uh, song. Nah, He's fucking love. talking about hate. Hey Jude, you dickhead. It's not hey Jude. <laughs> Take a sad song and make it happy. Uh, <laughs> better. better. Make it better. Better. Oh, better. I will. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, I ruined that, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> Shouts out to Liverpool. <laughs> In it. Oh, dear. Right. I think that's probably a good point to yeah. to wrap yeah. this, this sausage up, isn't it? Um, <laughs> right. Sam, do you want to tell people at home where they can find the X-Men beating stuff? Uh, we're, we're all on, we're on Spotify. We're on all different things. We're on Deezer and Napster and the Amazon Music Store and Google Play and YouTube and all this kind of stuff. Um, yeah, just search X-Men B-Team, all one word, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, www.xmenbteam.com. Um, go find our music. If you like it, like it, share it with your friends, whatever. Um, we will have some new stuff out pretty soon. Like we've just we've just played one new song the other day. We've got a new EP that we've just started to rehearse. We're going to eventually book some gigs. Um, yeah, I mean... Listen to us. If you like us, share us with your friends. Um, but most of all, just just you be know, good. be be happy and be nice to people. That's yes. that's that's what we care love about. It. More. Love the positive messages. Mm-hmm. Right. One more question for you all, chaps. If you could sum this podcast up in three words, what would it be? Let's go, Sam. Brandy. Prog. Al. Mm-hmm. Boom. Alistair. All right, good time. (laughs) 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 Matt Campbell for the 20th time. (laughs) It's getting really hard to come up with ones. No, Matt, Um, come on, Matt, come on. um, I'd say rambling, yeah, 
interesting. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, see, I always feel like the pressure's on me because yeah, I have to do the, the last say. one yeah. for the Swanita. Yeah, it's, your, it's, your, it's your podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me just think. I'm a little bit sozzled, so I need to have a little... Neck that, neck that brandy right, and uh, uh, do it quickly. I need cheers. a week. <laughs> uh, cheers. Right, help. Heartfelt <laughs> and intriguing. Yeah, no. ah. oh. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Mysterious. Woo. I thought you were going to say heartburn there. <laughs> I, I probably am going to have a bit of heartburn. Um, Thank, th- thank you, James and George, as well. Thank you, yeah, James, thank George. You, James George. You've done a, uh, thank you, George, for doing the audio today. I think you did a rather good, rather good, rather good job. We swapped um, roles. Yeah, you did guys. You guys did great. Um, Sam and Al, really, thank you very much for coming. Oh, thank today. you. It's been a real pleasure. Um, it's nice having four yeah, people to bounce on. Um, we'll definitely have you on again soon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh, cheers. Probably like episode 120. No, yeah. I was, I was, I was literally, I was, I was, I was thinking this today. Um, can we please come on when we've actually got something to promote? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. We'll definitely I mean, I've got a prog on. podcast in the pipeline. Yeah, honestly. We were going on about, we, we want to start a podcast called uh, I'll, I'll, uh, Sam and Al Shoot the Fat. Yes. Do it. Do you yeah. think it'll work? Do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, What's we'll, stopping you? We'll be all over that. If you do that, we'll have you on again. Oh my God, we could have crossovers. Yeah. Oh, shared oh. You, shared could, universes. You could have us on your podcast. It'd be, it would be exactly the same as this, only we'd be sat over there and you'd be sat over here. <laughs> yeah. We could flip it over, man. It'll be fine. It'll be perfect. And maybe you'd need a piss. Let's wrap the sucker up. <laughs> thank you so much for listening at home. If you're listening on Spotify, thank you for putting up with us talking. I really <laughs> hope that you got something out of this. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. These guys' live session is coming out on Friday. This episode so the podcast will just be out on Saturday. Um, who the hell have we got? We've got Alex Arosa on from Valletta next week, oh, so nice. I'm really excited to, to chat with him. Friday. Uh, on Friday, Friday, we've got our... Live, live, live. We've got our... Uh, live got show! Our, yeah! yeah! I'm Woo! so excited about this. Our live show, we've got Big Society, we've got Kurt McKenna, and we've got Chris Wise of the Hidden Revolution. It's going to be a really, really good show. So please tune in on Friday evening for that. Um... Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Al. Thank you, thank you, Matt. Thank you, thank you, James. And thank you, George. We hope you all And have thank you, Brad. Oh, thank you, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> um, we hope you all have a beautiful week. And wherever you are in the world, whatever day or time, whatever it is, I hope you have a beautiful day. And uh, we'll see you all soon. Uh, see you next week. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Drink brandy. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast to catch up on new episodes every week. Also, check us out on our Facebook and Instagram at Rec Rooms, where you can find out about our other exciting music series. We also have this and all our other episodes of the podcast up on our Rec Rooms YouTube channel for your viewing pleasure. See you next time.